0: Good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Coogan Nation. Time to rise and shine and start your day with Duval Sports Media Big Steppers.
1: Dan Hickett. You know it. Jeff Proster. It's a big deal. Gosh, it sure is a big deal. And E to the T. ET is in the boot. <laughs> <laughs> and shine. Guggins, go time on a Friday morning. Woo. Ready for the weekend, bro. How about you, E? You ready for the weekend? What you got?
2: Man, uh... You got
1: the Rumble tonight? What are we doing? We nah, got a uh, uh, Rumble redo or no? No,
2: nah, I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, I'm supporting the high school basketball scene. Okay, I right. just don't know which game yet. I think Episcopal.
1: We got a few. Uh, Episcopal has a local matchup, no? Don't they have Providence yeah, maybe? Yeah, Episcopal-Providence. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. Huh. Um... I, I feel like almost every day as we, we, we start the show, unless there's some news breaking, you know, activity or event, I feel like we really just now kind of start to focus in and grind on the player procurement process, right? I mean, if you're an NFL fan, especially if you're fortunate enough as we are to have your own team in your own town, it seems pretty natural that, that will draw a lot of your attention, particularly until we get, you know, more towards playoff time, postseason time in basketball, and the Major League Baseball season will be uh, starting here in about a month as well. But for now, I, I I just find myself gobbling up any and all research or discovery when it comes to, to the draft first. I mean, free agency is what it is. I don't know, man. I get less and less Excited about free agency. The longer that I cover the Jaguars, I mean it's 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 been almost thirty years now, and we've talked about this. I've been covering this football team since sitting down with Tom Coughlin in the trailers next to the at the time old stadium being built. That goes back some some thirty years now. Free agency overall has been a D plus enterprise. For the Jags, A- and the hits came early, right? Who's the best free agent signee in Jaguars history? Uh,
2: Calais Campbell.
1: Good good answer. I like that. He went, went quick and strong to the hole with Calais Campbell. Who would be second?
2: <sighs> Malik Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't go back yeah, I
1: got I got to go Keenan now on you. I got to, throw, <laughs> I, got to try, I got to drop a little Keenan McCardell on you before yeah. I get to Malik. But if you went to Malik Jackson who was a pro bowler maybe one year here at a 4 or 5 good football player I'm not saying but it 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 listen the one true thing about free agency certainly seems to be whoever you go get you just got him from the team that got the best out of him. It feels like uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. It's not always the case, but it but it feels like that. But I uh, digress. I get back to the draft. Uh, among my, you know, along my way of bebopping through some draft prep, I came across this column on ESPN.com that piqued my interest because of the headline. This would be such Jaguars luck. By the way, this the lists like this are, well, what's the word? Stupid. If there is any highly public publicized, well followed enterprise in all of sports that the success rate is worse than the draft, somebody please call and let me know. And I could do. I could have fun right now with E.T. I could have him pull up the draft from three years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. And of the 32 first-round picks, half of them you're going to want to not touch with a ten-foot pole. We had two in 2020 alone. That's just our team. Two in one draft. It didn't amount to a pile of beans. A so total waste of money and effort and scouting. So, given that this is can be a very uh, murky enterprise to determine and tell people exactly how many quote first round talents there are in this year's draft, there'll be and that's another thing too. There'll be thirty-two first round picks, but how many first round talents are there when you use the same standard of grading that you've been using uh, through the years, but I digress. So the Jags pick what he, 17?
2: Yep, 17.
1: Yeah, so this is a nice glaring headline. The 16 draft prospects that I have a true round one grade on. Oh, gosh.
2: <laughs> of course. That's so Jaguar.
1: It's just one guy's opinion. and It isn't more just silly season fun, but <laughs> doesn't that sum up bad luck, huh? If you pick 17 and the expert tells you there's. You know what I like about these draft uh, prospects with true round one grades? And again, this is also speculative, but that's what makes this silly season fun like it is. I love when they put the comps. Because as a football fan, we don't know these college names. Or if we know them, we certainly haven't watched them with the intensity that we watch, say, our own Jaguars team. I mean, you know just about anything about anyone who, who took the field for your Jaguars last year from Parker Washington to Christian Kirk. It's not like that in college football. Like, even the big-name receivers that star at the end of the year, you know, likely you didn't watch Washington and see how Rome was built. You know, likely uh, down here in the South, you didn't watch a lot of Michigan. So you haven't seen some of the names or some of the, you know, some of these names that are being projected. You haven't really seen them play. So dare to dream, right? Because here's the beautiful thing about the projections. What a bunch of pack of lies they are, huh? Okay, let me give you an example. Let me just look at this real quick. 2024 NFL Draft, okay? These are, these are the grades for these players plus the comps. This is where comps are dumb. That's, maybe that's why they're fun. They're so speculative. I'm going to go through this list, and then I'm going to ask you to consider a point when I'm done, okay? These are just the comps as he has them ranked. Uh, Caleb Williams is number one prospect. This comp E, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jaden Daniels, Lamar Jackson, Drake May, Justin Herbert, receiver Marvin Harrison Jr., AJ Green, Malik Neighbors, Stefan Diggs, Roma Dunze, Jamar Chase, Brian Thomas, T. Higgins, tight end Brock Bowers, George Kittle, offensive tackle Joe Alt, Andrew Thomas. This gonna be one hell of a draft, huh? Eh? Some
2: studs in there. <laughs>
1: See, that's what I'm talking about with these ridiculous comps. I'm reading a guy who is so. Lost in the process that he's putting his name to, his evaluation of players. I got news for you. Have we forgotten what comp means? If you tell me that's the comp, you're telling me that's what you think he's going to be, no?
2: bunch of pro bowlers?
1: If you tell me this is the comp for this player, are you not saying this is who he's most likely to be? Unless there's a pre-qualifier in there that says in a perfect world or in best case scenario or a ceiling, I didn't read that anyway in here. I just saw the generic word comps thrown at me. Damn, what a draft this is going to be, man. Are you kidding me? Look at the talent that's coming here. We're going to get another Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert. We're going to get another Stefan Diggs, Jamar Chase. Going to get another George Kittle. We're going to get a Hall of Fame tackle like Andrew Thomas. Shoot. We're going to get an edge rusher, Dallas Turner. He's Josh Allen. We're going to get another Josh Allen. We're going to get another Trey Hendrickson. You get to the corner position, there's a Trenavius White there. There's a Devin Weatherspoon there. What are we worried about? E? There's Hall of Famers galore coming up in the draft this Everybody
2: year. Everybody about to get a stud.
1: Silly me. I thought it was a crapshoot. Anyway, more as we uh, move and and motor along. I got a cool pop quiz coming up for the boys a little bit later. It concerns the uh, quarterback position or or maybe more specifically the best of the best of the quarterback position. I'd love to be a fly on the wall. I'd love to know just exactly how the, what now seems even more apparent. I want to know exactly what went into the terrible decision by Charlie Woods to put himself through what he put himself through yesterday. Charlie Woods is Tiger Woods, little boy. I say little, he's 15 years old now, he's in high school. He thought it would be a good idea, apparently, to go play a pre-qualifier into a PGA Tour event. I mean, shoot, his pops at 16 was playing PGA Tour events. How hard could it be, I'm sure a 15-year-old son would think. But I'm curious just to know what, if any conversation there were with Tiger. I kind of feel like Tiger said, Okay, okay. I don't I don't know if this is speculation on my part and years of covering slash observing slash psychoanalyzing with the rest of you, Tiger Woods. But couldn't you see something like this going down? The little one's just getting a little too full of himself. Maybe he beat Tiger in a match that they played nine holes one afternoon. Maybe he's just got, you know, he's been really good with his game. Maybe he's throwing shade at Tiger. And at some point, did Tiger just say, oh, really? All right, young buck, there's a pre-tournament. Why don't you go see how you do? You think this is easy? Man, you got a, you got a high ceiling and a lot of offers. Based on the talent that I was born with, I mean, go ahead and thank your grandpa if you want. It ain't that easy, boy. Why don't you go out there and play one of those little qualifiers? Let me know how you do. Dad, you played a PGA Tour event when you were 16. Hey, when we played that father's son I hit as many good shots as you do. You know how 15-year-olds think and talk. Yep. I can't help but wonder if Tiger didn't just throw him to the wolves there for a little settle down. I don't know this for sure. I don't know what the kid's personality is. He seems to have a lot of his dad in him. The zingers, the lines, they, they bust on each other. And I just wonder if at some point old Charlie didn't get a little full of himself when it comes to his ability compared either to his father's or to the PGA Tour in general. All right? I say this because Charlie Woods went and played a pre-qualifier yesterday. Uh, dude made a 12 on a par 4 and shot 86. E to wit. The next time I play golf, it won't be 86. I won't be playing in the conditions or the difficulty that I I feel pretty good. Side on saying this isn't about me and my golf game. This is about just being a decent amateur golfer, right? A, you know, an eight handicap, a six, whatever you are. There's a bunch of fifty-five-year-old men in this country who could grab their sticks today and go down to that course that Charlie Woods played yesterday, purportedly to prepare and and try and. Qualify to play a PGA Tour event, and they'd leave with a lower number than 86. 86, just for the record. It's great if you're playing with your buddies this weekend. Breaking 90 is a terrific challenge and an awesome accomplishment. 86 trying to play pro golf is about as hacky as hack can be. It is terrible. Hacky? Hack. (laughs) It's new hack city if you shoot 86 on a golf course. And so whether it was a comeuppance that needed, whether it was just a measuring stick, and I don't know all this. Maybe Tiger's all for it. Maybe he suggested it. I don't know. I do know this. Tiger wasn't there yesterday. Elon was there. Tiger wasn't there yesterday. Hmm. Oh, you think it's easy? Huh? Well, why don't you go out there on a golf course without standing behind my broad shoulders there, little man? Let's see. Go out there with your mama tomorrow and let me know how you play. Again, all glorious juicy speculation on my part, but it feels that way. And then, of course, because society is what it is today, he had a miserable experience because the people that live on and about the golf course down there were absolute turds yesterday. Grown ups acting like jackasses. I you, you can go in and read the story. I, I I can give you the details. It was it was rude. They were rude. They got too close. They learned there's no PGA Tour ropes. They learned they started walking in the fairway, 50 around him, asking for autographs in the middle and then being insulting when he wouldn't give them, popping off to the very little security they had there. Yeah, it got, it got, it got rude. But I mean, more, uh, it's not surprising at all that a 15 year old would shoot 86 in a pre qualifier. Not surprising at all. It is surprising. Tiger knows what was going to happen. I promise you this Tiger Woods knows his kid was about to go 14, 15 over par. He knows. He knows the game and he knows him and he knows it all better than anyone. Why would he let it happen? And again, this is, this is far from the, like, the most traumatic event that could happen in a young person's life. But I just uh, thought it was a little bit interesting how that went down. And we got a lot to get to today here on a Friday. It's GFL Friday. That's, that's green for life. Man, I'm about to shoot Jay Williams into the sun out of my big, old, elastic slingshot. I about had it with this guy, man. This is, I know if this was the other way around, the R word would start getting thrown around at this point. It's One thing to have a strong opinion on, Kate on Clark. It's another to double down with your terrible take. And I'll just kind of go to break with this, E. Uh-huh. Is Patrick Ewing a great college basketball player? Yep. Is Patrick Ewing a great basketball player? Yes. Is Is Charles Barkley a great basketball player? Uh-huh. Was John Stockton is Carl Malone? Are they great basketball players? Yep. Yeah. Is Jay Williams a great basketball player? Yeah, he was. No, he's not. He was good. He was good. Is he a great? I'm talking about right like now. Great, oh, no, is he no. a great? Ba- was he a great? Th- did I give you four that are great basketball players? Oh, yeah, players? you gave me four greats. You know what those four didn't do? They yeah. never won a title, college or NBA. Okay. Is Jay Williams a great basketball player? Hell no, he's not. He's a dumbass that drove his motorcycle into a tree <laughs> yeah. and cut his career short. He did. He won a title. He ain't great. This is to be the arbiter of telling me what's great and what's not? Mm-hmm. Idea for a Christmas present, Jay. Here's a, here's a motorcycle. I mean, that's...
2: He hating on Caitlin? Big, time-y. Yeah, uh- Big time, he. Yeah, it's a...
1: Big time, he did it the other day, and then he was asking about it, and now he's doubled down on it again. Man, take your soft L and move along. I, why do you take a great story and just dump on it? It doesn't make any sense. And who are you to decide what's great in the game of basketball? You're an underachiever was he the number one pick? He was, wasn't he?
2: Was he? Nah, was he first overall? He was up there. Yeah, he definitely was over uh, up there.
1: And I like Jay Williams overall. I think he was a. I think he was a really good college basketball player. But I don't think he was being great. At whether or not he won a title, here is what these guys who played and won don't don't remember. We as sports fans, we don't remember if you won a title, bro. We assume you did. You played at Duke when they won a lot. We don't really, if you take a star from Kentucky, Louisville, or, or, or you know, uh, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, take a star off their team and say, uh, did they win a title when they were in school? I don't know, but I damn sure know Joel Embiid was a, is a great basketball player.
2: He was too overall.
1: Joel yep. Embiid's a great basketball player at Kansas and at Philly. Well, I guess he's not because Jay Williams said he had won a title. He can't be great. That's an asinine definition, and it reeks of motive to me.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, like the people hate on Caitlin now. I'm starting to say yeah, they they hate on that girl. It's for one reason, one reason only.
1: I mean, is that wrong? Nah, man. Yeah, I mean, well, like, you know, then let's don't have it both ways. Then that's weak. Yeah. Because if Dan Dokic comes on the the air with the same take about a- Angel Reese, we got a full blown controversy.
2: Yep. <laughs> Although yep, she all it's
1: those, true. I just yeah. So the double down I didn't, you didn't understand. Like you ain't lying. Like Maybe more with the pest of the day. Not not wink wink coming up. Let's talk to Captain Kev when we come back. Get my one of my favorite drop ins in the history of the program is back in play, and we'll play that for Kevin when we return. Don't worry, will I'll I'll get us on the same page. We're listening to the drill. It's a GFL Friday. <laughs> All right, we're back on a GFL Friday. GFL is green for life. Look for those bright green trucks and cans, brand new, all over town. Trust them for your commercial roll-off needs. Let's fire up the All-Pro Roofing Hotline. And Captain Kevin Favor, and, you know, it seems like, especially this time of the year, in the summer, you get kind of, you, you kind of know what to expect with the weather, right? You fall into some patterns unless <laughs> some storm blows through, but, I mean, this time, year, you just don't know, man. Week no,
3: no, no, and, and um, you know, we always, talk about this fishing windows you know um uh, and, and yesterday was one of those days uh that uh it, it was good to go offshore it was good to fish inshore and you know we were we were just talking about this uh and, and, and you've lived here basically your whole life right and yeah. and, and you kept up with with fishing you know and and just in the last five six maybe seven years you know we they have they've, they've come across this wahoo fishing um that, that, I mean, I, I never knew was there. You know, we, we always caught a, a Wahoo here and there, you know, but we never went out and, and, and targeted them. And now, you know, you've got the Wahoo shootout and, and uh, you know, they, they, a bunch of guys went yesterday, only two boats declared. And and, and Jeff, they just whacked them. I mean, wow. like 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 big fish, too. You know, there's some rumors of a 90-pounder, they'll, they will be weighed today. Um, but it, it's, um, it's it, it's pretty interesting, you know, listening to these guys. Where you know February was always kind of a, a dead month for us. You know, we were looking forward to it warming up in March, and, and now these guys, man, February the month uh, to, to to wahoo fish. Um, and so you know, it was it was supposed to it was supposed to be a a, a little rough yesterday, but um, it, it sounds like that uh, the forecast was 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 wrong, and the guys said the ocean was was absolutely beautiful. And they, they they just had a great day um uh, and the guys that fished inshore especially the guys that fished um yesterday afternoon we had an afternoon tide there was a couple of them that tried to go in the morning yesterday because it was so pretty they said the fish just didn't bite and, and that's, a, that's a real that high incoming tide um it, it, there's there's just a few fisheries you know a sheep's head fishing uh maybe some black drum on the rocks and stuff like that but for your you know your redfish and your trout and your flounder and stuff most of the time that's that that low outgoing tide, and they and the guys that pitched that tide yesterday had a great day, so uh, really good reports all around. It looks like to me, uh, looking at the the marine forecast, um, it's it t- today, tomorrow, and Saturday or Sunday is is just it's not going to be conducive to get offshore. But there are a bunch of guys looking at Monday, um, southwest at five, all day seas two feet or less, and and by the way that. That forecast also is from twenty miles at, to sixty miles, so you'll, you're going to see a bunch of guys Wahoo fishing on Monday. But the, the for, for the folks who want to uh, inshore fish, it's going to be beautiful this weekend. You know, okay. southwest at ten to fifteen, that's fine. You know, to fish inshore uh, and and a high of seventy degrees tomorrow. What 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 a what a great February forecast.
1: Um, a couple questions about that that Wahoo. Ooh. Uh, fishery? Why wasn't it targeted in the past? It's a delicious fish, and now that you are targeting it, what is the standard? It's a bottom fishing venture. Or how, what's the standard
3: approach? I, it, I, it, it's 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 totally trolling, um, and and they you know, why um, you know we again most people just didn't fish this time of year, Jeff. You know, and and the, but then they, they they started figuring out that there were wahoo here during the winter time. Then they started figuring out. Um, you know what was the best way to catch them, which is high-speed trolling, um, and and so you know you put all that together, and and now you know I mean Paul's Paul had 217 boats in a Wahoo tournament. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh sure, <laughs> yes, that, that's 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 pretty. And, We've and been by part way, of that last year, yeah, yeah, you, you, you know, you're not talking about you know little bay boats, <laughs> right? Okay? Yeah, yeah. you know these are these most of them were you know twin, triple, you know. Thirty-five to forty-foot center consoles, at least thirty foot. You know these are big boats, so so you know. It, it, but I, why? I, I simply think that in January and February, we just didn't fish. And, and here's the other thing: we don't have much weather to get out there. Yeah, you know, it it's
1: nor'eastery this time of year.
3: Yeah, it takes a special day, you know, this time of year, and to line up. You know the, the the full moons and, and, and stuff like that. So I, I think that's the biggest reason we just we just didn't we just didn't realize it is was a, out
1: there. It is a delicious fish. Before we let you oh, go, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, un- unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, however you look at it, one of my favorite drops is back in play. E.
4: we got weights and fish.
1: Did you see what happened? Wait, the second. Did you see what happened? I think it was in Kansas. Did you see that It was story? in
3: Kansas. Yeah. It was in Kansas and the, uh, the, 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 record for a white crappie was 4.2 pounds. And the guy had a 4.6 pounder and, and, uh, I was reading it and I'm going, you gotta be kidding me. Right. Um, and you know, he almost got away with it, which is like crazy. But there was an eyewitness that had discovered that he put something metal into the fish that made it way more. I think it, it – by the way, it was it was only like, like 3.6 pounds, and he got it to 4.6 pounds. That's a okay.
1: hey, that, just that's just in. I'm not great at math, but that's a pound's worth of – we got weights and fish. <laughs> we got weights
3: and fish. <laughs> yeah.
1: Then the second guy comes back, we got weights and fish. I mean, now, those dudes – listen – I mean, I hate to um, parse judgment on if you're cheating or not. To me, it's best probably not to cheat either way. But the dudes that are fishing the tournaments, at least they're getting something out of it. My man shoved lead down the gullet just so he could enter the record books. You know what that is like, Kevin? That's like me going home today, getting my golf cart, playing Jule into Creek by myself as a single, getting to the fourth hole, then calling everyone and saying, I just made a hole in one, even even though I hit it in the bunker.
3: I mean, this. I, I, this is so funny. I, I had this conversation with Carrie, my wife, yesterday, right? I said, okay, if I caught the world record bass, you know, if, if I caught a 23 pound bass, black bass, all right, it would be worth millions. Millions. The dude that catches this and cheats gets nothing. He gets a certificate. Yeah, I don't. He gets nothing, bro. And he's cheating to get a
1: certificate. I, I, I just, again, I don't know how anyone, want, I mean, if you're going to do that, you could claim anything. Hey, I discovered uranium. Yeah. Hey, I uh, I once flew. Did you know I could fly? I, I mean, just say anything. It's I don't, yeah. That's uh, people's motivations are uh, I, I, strange I, I, to I, say I, the least. I,
3: I just happened to see that story too yesterday. I'm like, you have got, and, and, uh, did you see the x-ray? Yeah, the big ball sitting in the bottom. (laughs) What about the poor fish? What
1: a day for the. (laughs) What about the poor fish? He's just going along, minding his own (laughs) business. He sees, oh, mm, look at that minnow, going to have me some lunch, and he's got a hook in him. He gets pulled up. They're shoving weights down his belly. Oh,
3: (sighs) I I don't. I'm with you. Like Uh, I said, you know, if if you catch the world record bass, you've done something. But you know, to break a 1964 record of a of a black perch or you know crappie whatever you want to call it i mean really yeah for, for yeah. a certificate you know? yeah, yeah. And, and then and then it makes news right now, you're the biggest you know, dope in the now, world
4: yeah, right.
1: that's crazy anyway all right outdoor show tomorrow
3: outdoor show tomorrow all yes sir appreciate we'll my brother
1: there. have a good all weekend have a great weekend right, there he goes that's captain kevin favor you get some of that whiting save us a save us a fillet that stuff is good now. we got weights and fit. Yes, we do. You can ask your a favorite quickie poll? I'll let you, boy. Um, uh, from the text line, Designed uh, design by Lifetime Enclosures, I just want to, I did, because this was not the message I was trying to get across in this story. I'm surprised it could be interpreted that way, but maybe I'm wrong, so I'll ask you in mm-hmm. a form of just a quickie poll. When I say quickie poll, your opinion is one that's going to rule. Uh, from the uh, text line, Designed by Lifetime Enclosures, good job on hating on a 15-year-old uh, kid. Pathetic. Somebody get someone that could give us sports information. Was I hating on Charlie Woods?
2: I don't think so. Yeah, because like, my
1: intent wasn't to hate on Charlie yeah. Woods. I don't, and In fact, I don't even know how I hated it. I was hating on the people that were hating on him Yeah, and I, how unfair that was. I didn't
2: take that as hate. And
1: I was speculating that perhaps Tiger threw him to the wolves a little bit. I, I don't know. But that was it, the point. Yeah, it was all in good fun. It wasn't meant to be, you know, quote, hateful. So, all right, well, good. I I didn't think it was that way at all. I mean, some people just don't like you, you know. I mean, this dude's right. going to send in worse than that, you know, along <laughs> right, the way. Right, but right. whether or not there's a grain of truth in there, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to do it. Um, from the Texan Designed by Lifetime Enclosures, I get this too on Charlie. Um, multiple fan-related issues. This is what I was talking about. When his first out-of-bounds drive went uh, flying wide right through the rough, several fans ran over to grab the ball hoping for a souvenir. Spectators began to realize that there were no ropes to bar them from the course, so in turn, they walked very close to Woods on the fairway, ignoring repeated requests from tournament officials to stay on the cart path. One fan asked, "Are you, who are you, the fire marshal?
2: Come on.
1: Right? One grandmother who learned that he was competing pulled her granddaughter out of school in the hope of Woods noticing her. I mean, I got a grandma pimping out her granddaughter. Another fan approached him with a pen and a copy of Tiger's book, demanding Charlie sign the book. When an official told the fan it wasn't allowed, she made a commotion, shushed and yelled, I live here.
2: Oh, Karen, get out of here.
1: As Woods teed off on number 13. So, yeah. Hmm. No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I am in no way for hating on a 15 year old. And I don't think I was hating on him. And I think if you took it that way, that's just maybe, that's just a generational deal, uh, way of feelings. Cause some, some people are, y'all today are in your feelings a lot more than we were. So it's hard sometimes, e, for us old, old people to adjust. But I get in our feelings over every little thing. But anywho, um, Let's do this. Let's uh, step aside. Let's come back with a football fix. Got some got some news and, and notes out there for sure. But before we do, I will offer up the uh, Pest of the Day brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. Here's the uh, double down from, from Jay Williams on Caitlin Clark, who is the best women's basketball player ever. Williams' argument here, as he tries to build it, becomes just faultier and faultier, okay? Let me tell you what I mean. So, Jay Williams doubles down again on Wednesday night in saying that Caitlin Clark can't be placed even among the women's GOATs, greatest of all time, unless or until she wins a ring. We're talking about greatest. I hear people talking about GOATs, right? For me, I'm kind of like, okay, you want to be a GOAT? Fine. There's levels of greatness. You've got to win championships to be GOATs. Yeah, no. So, when people want to don her as the greatest, I'm like, well, let's slow down. I've seen Diana Taurasi. I've seen Brianna Stewart. And you can sit there and tell me all day long, well, she's played with other great players. Okay, great championships. That's how we measure greatness overall. So, Jay Williams, you're saying that if Caitlin Clark had been on those UConn teams, they wouldn't have won? What, what's your point? I mean, there was a point where UConn women's basketball beat everybody by 50 every yep. time they played. Yep. They remember. had a whole host of WNBA players. So to give special credit to their best player at the time, if Caitlin Clark had been on those teams, Jay Bo, she'd have been the best player. She's the all-time leading scorer. She shoots literally better than you do. You're the number two pick in the draft. So there's just, it, it, there is no accepting this argument, I don't think, without an implication that you're driving some sort of narrative here or, yeah. Yeah. you know, prejudice of some sort. He initially created a media storm when he said over the weekend he's unwilling to call Clark an all-time great. Despite the fact that if you won't call Caitlin Clark an all time great
2: That's hating. That's hating right there.
1: You really shouldn't be on the air for ESPN telling us about basketball. While he and by the way, listen to this idiot. He called the Iowa star the Steph Curry of women's college basketball. Is that did that was that just as dumb as it sounded? <laughs> I miss Steph cutting down the nets in college. But I remember him running through with a Davidson running through the field, and he was great in college. He wasn't just a – she's not just a prolific scorer. And by the way, Jay, when you're measuring these goats and – I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not a women's college basketball uh, expert. I don't really like it or enjoy it. I watch Caitlin Clark. But tell me the last time Iowa was number two in the country was did – did Diana Taurasi leave UConn and go to some snowbound program in the Midwest and take them to top three or five and then – yeah, no, not sure. Asking for a friend. This is the drill. It's a GFL Friday football fix next. That pest of the day was brought to you by Mission Pest Solutions. By the way, locally and veteran owned, uh, they do a terrific job. Just Google review uh, those boys over there at Mission Pest and make them your uh, your your pest eliminators is what they are. The extermination crew over there at. Mission Pest Solutions, call 944-PEST. Mention 1010XL, you'll get a nice little discount. All right, it's time for a football fix. Tee it up, uh, E.T. It's brought to you by the Jointed Creek Golf Club. Uh, Listen, I I told E.T. this before, man. You wouldn't recognize Jointed Creek if you joined us for the Drill Golf Day last summer. It was just coming off of a reno there. It's growing in. It's looking even better and better. I'm looking forward to the spring growing season. It's the best deal in golf. It's the home course, the Jointed Creek Golf Course. How are the Chargers... Going to make Justin Herbert even better. Man, it's amazing. I saw the Jags did some staff moves yesterday. Don't care. Nothing, unless it's a coordinator, don't care. Doesn't mean they're not good coaches. Like one of the Jags' offensive quality control coaches got hired as an offensive coordinator somewhere else. They may be good minds. I trust that Doug Peterson and the network can fill in these, you know, um, supporting roles on the coaching staff. But, man, they do recycle these dudes all over the world, don't they? You heard the name Greg Roman, surely. Greg Roman. He's the new Chargers offensive coordinator. Where's Greg Roman been a coach? Every team in the league. Where's he been a coordinator? For 40 of them? They ask about what he can do to elevate Justin Herbert. I mean, if you ask me, Justin Herbert's been fine. I don't watch every game. The ones I watch, they don't seem to be lost based on Justin Herbert mistakes. They were lost based on idiotic coaching decisions and, you know, turnovers and other things. Herbert did take a bit of a step back last year, but he was injured and only played 13 games. So far through the first four years of his career, 66% completion, 114 touchdowns, 42 picks. Well, he's been sacked 130 times, but a, a career rating of 95.7. I don't really know what it is we're trying to fix with Justin Herbert. He looks pretty good to me. Um, But Greg Roman says, you know how we're going to make him even better? We're going to run the ball. Then they said, Coach, Herbert's the quarterback. No, they The guy they called the punt god who then got wrangled up in what uh, ended up being false accusations got ran from the league. Uh, The league has got to get this kid back in or rightfully he, he should sue the pants off of them. It's a dangerous slippery slope when it comes to employment. If you start firing people and cutting off their livelihood before the courts of law, right? This whole innocent, they'll proven guilty. That shouldn't just be the standard in a courtroom with a judge. And it also applied down the line, and with just accusations of being involved in a sexual assault in college, the bills cut him. The league blackballed him. He was a draft pick as a punter. He was—he would right now be millions of dollars into his NFL career. And so I see yesterday that the Chiefs signed him. I also think that the the NFL is dirty and illegitimate to the standpoint that remember he got the tryout with the Giants that was the NFL, hey Giants, invite this kid in, give him a chance, then cut him and we can say well, what do you mean? We had you back yeah, you dirty low down jokers so I, look, he's got a chance now in the league again the, uh, the kid's name is uh, uh, it was Matt Areza, right? Matt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt Areza he has a chance again now because he's been signed by The Kansas City Chiefs. Um, The Chiefs have Tommy Townsend, a former Gator, who's a first-team All-Pro at the putter position. So, although, I I think Townsend might be a free agent. So, maybe they're going to move on. And Townsend, by the way, don't cry for him. He'll get a job. He's one of the best in the league. Um, Anyway, Areza gets a shot in the league. And I'd, I'd sue for back wages, man. But it's some, I some I know that that's a more public job, but I kind of feel like where, the, where society is, is headed, where we're just so unwilling to forgive or to allow mistakes, right? It's just like the condemnation of the world comes down on folks that just do something wrong, sometimes very wrong. But what happens when what they did very wrong, they didn't do at all? As Matt Areza, who's just been twisting in the wind for two years now, just getting slandered (laughs) it's like the NFL is either deaf or is going out of their way to scream we don't care if there's an argument right now about the playing surface in the National Football League ET what side do the players fall on the playing surface what do the players want to play Uh, they they want that grass yeah they want grass field Period. End of story. So the Cincinnati Bengals are gonna replace their turf this offseason. Um as they go to field turf. Which isn't grass at all. <laughs> wow. They've gone from what they call slit film turf. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's a form of a turf field that some facilities use data compiled by the NFL and the players association shows a higher rate of non-contact leg injuries on slit film turf than on other synthetic surfaces. So teams began eliminating the slit film turf slit film sounds like a dirty word to me. I can't keep (laughs) using it. Uh, so the Bengals and the, the county up there where Cincinnati is are going to install a field turf core system in its place. That's a system that's used as well in Atlanta, Carolina, Detroit, New England, New York, and Seattle. Isn't New York one of the most complained about venues? Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why they won't go grass like the players want and then they can't say anything. Uh, the NFLPA's executive director called on teams to convert to grass fields this past year after Aaron Rodgers tore his Achilles on that field at MetLife Stadium. To be honest with you, though, this is all just a pipe dream. The the honest truth is the rate of non-contact injuries is the same on natural turf and synthetic field, at least since 2023. It's the second time in three years those trend lines were basically the exact same. So, anywho. Got a lot more to get to on Friday morning. Thanks for being up and at with us. That's a football fix. It's brought to you by the Joynton Creek Golf Course, uh, or you can call it like I do, the home course. At the Jointed Creek Golf Club. Hick and Rival More come your way next on the drill.
0: Ladies and gents, please put your hands together as Dan Hickin enters the studio. This is how we do.
5: It's Friday, Friday.
6: Gotta get down on Friday. You know it! Friday, tonight, yes, sir! Sweet Friday! Friday, Friday, Friday I need today, some emotion, please! Okay.
0: Hey. Oh. hey! Ho! Hey! Oh,
6: ho! Oh. Friday not here today. No surprise.
4: Fine.
6: Why? Why? Because he saw her out last night.
1: That's he did? Why. He's out alive with another silent disco. What are we doing?
2: Man, I didn't do that last night.
6: No.
1: <laughs> Man, he, he got offended. You're the one that did it.
2: <laughs>
6: <laughs> it's alright. You can tell people where you were with Friday.
2: That's my business and my business okay.
6: only. Okay. Let's just say boot, scoot, boogie. Uh, it's good to be here. Honestly, I got to jump right in with something that I saw last night that upset me. It oh. upset me so much, I've decided to make it the uh, official talking points for the Dreamfinders Home segment, the official home builder of the tour, the Gators and the Jags. This is Jags related. Okay. You know, I am Dreamfinders Danny. Some say. <laughs> with some accusations as well. I mean... Good gracious, Jeffrey. The Jaguars had a, you know, NFL teams get rated on everything, right? Okay. So, on all their runs, okay, uh, they call this stuffed runs for no gain. Stuffed runs for yeah, no I've, gain. I've seen this stat. This one ain't pretty. One out of every four, yeah. no gain. The highest of any team over, um, the last five years. Yeah. Well, again, they tell us that the interior line is good, though. But wait, I'm not done. Okay. From week five onward, I guess they were clicking early. 40% of running back runs gained one yard
1: or less.
6: The worst of the year. Which is
1: odd because the marker seems to be the offensive line play got better when Cam returned, and that would be when Cam returned. One more for you.
6: 28.4%. We're stuffed for no gain or a loss. The worst in the NFL. I, I,
1: yeah, we watched it. Believe it. Coach Rosher, I'll make the shirts this training camp. <laughs> yeah, they they looked even sillier with that whole thing, huh?
6: I'll make the shirts. Oh, my God. Let me remind you that limited time on select move-in ready homes. Dreamfinders Homes offering an amazing 3.99% interest rate in year one of your mortgage. Just go to dreamfindershomes.com. For more details, they're in twenty locations. Twenty locations in the area to serve you, dude. That's that's bad. Yeah. Remember when Tony came on mid-season and said they don't? I remember the term he said. They don't move people. Boy, was he right?
1: Yeah. We watched. They don't move
6: people. I didn't think it was that bad. I did. I did. We didn't want, yeah. And wow. by the way,
1: like, here, here, here's what's also. This is where we were betrayed by our, our coaching staff and analyst. You, Last year, not this year, the year before, yes. Travis Etienne had the highest yards over expected from what's in front of you. Any running back in the league. This year, he just could not escape his offensive lines incompetence. <laughs> Like last year, the blocking wasn't good either. He's getting more yards after he should have been tackled than anyone else in the league. And now this year, he just couldn't even, he can't overcome their terribleness.
6: I can remember, I can remember getting in these arguments about, you know, is this a top 10 line? And We have no way of knowing. This line in every way, shape, or form was terrible. Yes. And if you dare bring four-fifths of it back next year, shame on you.
4: Yeah.
6: If I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm not signing. Yeah,
1: I mean, look, this I know it's is, terrible. It's terrible. I, you know, again, draft five offensive can, linemen. We can sit
6: here and blame Trevor, and again, he's got to play better. He fumbles too much. All we want, but my goodness gracious! And I don't know. Maybe you seem like this is. I'm more amazed by it than you. Like it's not a revelation. But I didn't think it was this bad. Oh gosh, that's yeah. that's a. Uh, that's nasty. Nasty. Yeah,
1: no, nasty I, I, I'm voice. not surprised because we watched, Hick. We watched them all year just fail miserably. And that's what was so repulsive about Trent balky's comments at the end of the year. Ugh. You know, I mean, come on, man. Mm. Fortner's a big part of what we're doing going forward. No disrespect to Luke, but come on, man. Look at the stats. And again, this is where the ego, Ugh. the arrogance of a year ago. Ugh. The O-line didn't perform a whole lot better last year. ETN just made them look good. There's a stat to say that. That's not an opinion. Last year, the O-line was no good either, but ETN went over expectation and no one took notice. Downtown, they should have known.
6: Can mm. I give a shout-out to my friend E today? Why? Well, me and E. We're, Depends we're, why. Because he's he's the man.
1: Okay.
6: E, we ride together.
2: We pa- die together.
6: Man. Passed up. Yes, sir. E is sporting his purple kicks. Because he is a, a shoe connoisseur. You know what matches purple? Air monies. Air monies. He's got his air monies on today, Jeff. Air monies? Okay. Well, you know what matches purple? Purple. Purple and purple. Oh, so he wore his Vince Carter.
4: Oh, yeah! yeah! I
1: don't know. You kind of guilted him into it for a I don't know.
6: know. No, I disagree. Yeah,
1: 100%. No, what do you mean you I don't disagree. take it that way at all? You just said yesterday how hurt you were that he's never worn it. Is that a hick and lean, E? A hundred percent. That was a beyond a lean. Is that a lean? Did I demand it? It was more than a lean. (laughs) It was blackmail, emotional blackmail. (laughs) I can't believe you don't remember telling him that. I love it, E. (laughs) From the text line. I'm
6: not afraid to say it. I love you.
1: (laughs) I love you, (laughs) man. From the text line designed by Lifetime <laughs> Enclosures. Out of all the coaches that got canned, how did Roushier keep his job? Well, I mean, question. it's fair. a fair
6: question. I mean, I hate to, you know, yeah. listen again. I'm not. I don't know the real. Uh, we're not inside the doors. We don't know everything. But and I understand the loyalty to the coaches. But a dang sure better be better this year. Dang sure better be better. Our Dream Fighters' homes poll question of the day. I'm on this kick now with best quarterbacks of all time from schools. So I like this one. I'll get your. I'll get the expert in there. Because he's a Canes fan, yeah. Hey, who's the best Miami Hurricanes quarterback of all time? I'll give you the choices, just in case you can't think of where did this come on, from. <laughs> what what, hey. what drove this? With Cam Ward to getting there? Or did... No, what drove this was I did the Gators yesterday, and then I was oh, thinking okay. I all was right. thinking these two. Okay, I, I was curious to see, and again, I should always do the fourth one because I left a guy out who who won a Heisman Trophy, but I don't think he's one of the four best. Where in Miami? Oh, oh, I was saying Gainesville. You didn't leave any out with the one no. Heisman. I've uh, got.
1: So you left, I've out, got, you left out Toretta then. Yeah, I've yeah. got. And he's not one of the best, so it's a good lead, but don't tell him or he will come down on I, you for I it. I know. That that's happened fair. to us on the
6: radio one time. I got Vinny, Vinny T. That's uh, Testa Verde. I got Jim Kelly. I got Bernie Cozar. And I got Ken Dorsey. You know, I, that's a hard one. I don't, in fairness to Toretta. Mm hmm.
1: And and, and and there's ignorance here in my statement, so I don't know. I yeah. don't remember Jim Kelly at Miami at all. You were living there then. Yeah, he played. Did. Was yeah. he a great college player? I don't remember. I never – now, I wasn't was college football like I was as I was older. You know what but- he
6: was? He was the guy who was instrumental in really turning the program around. He was – the story about Jim Kelly was Penn State wanted him as a linebacker. He wanted to play quarterback. So he's like, I'll go to Miami. And back then, they were started playing like – Ohio States and teams like that, and he engineered a big upset over one of them and got Miami kind of going. So, yes, he was a really good college quarterback. So, anyway. And but, of course,
1: Toretta, he won the Heisman as the best in all the land that year. But yes. Jim
6: Kelly's a much bigger boy overall well, in the
1: football and, and, world. But and,
6: to your point, yeah. and it, there's value there. If you're the one that kind of. Yeah. And that's where you get in this that's debate. That's Shane Matthews in Gainesville. Right. That's where you get into the debate of, well, projected or while they were at Miami. I kind of look at it as while they're at Miami, but I still put Jim Kelly over Geno Tourette. I'm sorry. My who, poll.
1: Who were your five? Kelly, Testaverde, Cozar, and Dorsey. Yeah. Steve Walsh is pretty good, too. He was. He won a natty. Yeah. you got a natty and a Heisman off. Uh, those court- But to be honest with you, Dan, mm-hmm. those quarterbacks all are, they feel system-ish to me. I mean, you know what I remember about Vinny Testaverde at Miami? What throwing it to Penn State five times in the title game? Yeah, it is. You know what I remember about Vinny Testaverde? What? His first start as a freshman at Florida. I drove down to Miami and watched Florida kill him. Okay, so I—that's it, unfair. Yeah. But to me, Vinny is a Vinny is like a lovable loser quarter. I know he okay. won the high. You know what I mean? Oh, he got, All right. Sadly, he was a number one pick yeah, overall. I know of he the was. Tampa Bay Bucks, and then was. he did at Tampa what I just described. In but the he Pitt played State a game. lot of years in the he NFL, did, and he played, and he's a good player. I yeah. just, I, and I'm just, fine. I'm down. I, he probably stole four, but i downgraded him. In what my do you remember about Bernie? Bernie to me is the it would be the man.
6: Bernie, is I no, remember
1: Bernie no, being on the team that won the Natty. Wasn't Bernie number twenty or no? Yes,
6: at Miami percent. Yeah, okay.
1: He won the. He, won, he was the quarterback of the team that beat Nebraska. No,
2: no. Who
1: was that quarterback?
6: Bernie. Well,
1: that's what I said. So he oh. was. Yeah. He, who's the best be, quarterback of those four? Gotta you,
2: go, I gotta go. with Ken Dorsey. Why would you say okay. no? That's just that, That's what I remember the most. That's how yeah, I no, that's saw. That's uh, you fair. You know what?
1: And Dorsey might be the answer. Did he win two or one? I think he won two at na- Natty's. I think he won one, but I don't know. You'd yeah. have to ask Joe. You didn't didn't win a Heisman though. <laughs>
2: no. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know it's so hard to not let your Pro, The best talent of all those is clearly Kelly.
6: Because mm-hmm.
1: he went to the NFL and he was a star. I
6: well, mean, here's the interesting. Uh, 340 votes, which is surprising. I bet uh, they go. At Dan Hicken. I bet they go Vinny. Okay. Uh,
1: coming and Ken in Dorsey la-
2: had the best talent probably around him. Yeah.
6: Coming in fourth. And they're all in double digits, which I always like. That means it's a that's good a, question. That's
2: a good split, too.
6: Kozar is getting 15.6. That makes sense. Ken Dorsey's getting 17.1. Vinny's getting 32.1 and Jim Kelly's getting 35.3. So Jim they're giving Kelly they're, they're
1: giving Kelly, I think they're giving him a lot of love based on what he became in the pros. I think so. But that's okay.
6: I think so. Um
1: That's interesting. I know it's um, you know, the Dan time, but I, yes. I I've come across a pop quiz that was so oh, intriguing to me that I want to wonderful. I want to bust it out there. Bust it. I guess the pop quiz music. You can both play along. Okay, let's do this.
6: I... This
1: over-under is a little bit different from this standpoint.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not going to get the over-under on how many you'll get right. Kay. I'm going to put the over-under on which guess will be the wrong one for the first time. Okay. And I'm going to say it will be guess six. That's not true. I'm going to say it will be guess number seven will end the game. I need the top ten mm-hmm. active quarterbacks mm-hmm. in the NFL right now. In wins as a starter. Quarterback wins all by time? active players. Correct.
6: So got, okay, so there's Of a, all
1: the active quarterbacks, I need mean, the top 10 in wins. In starting quarterback wins. The easiest will be number one. He's 40 ahead of everyone else. And then it's getting a little tougher. And these are quarterbacks who were active on rosters when the season right, just ended. Right, I don't right, know where right, they are, right, but that's what the I parameters it, are. I get it.
3: Top all right. 10.
1: Ten. I will give you the—you want the number of the bottom number? Yeah. Let me i got to count it. They're not numbered. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. The bottom number is 66
6: wins. See, I think there's—okay, so I think— Uh-huh. Well, first off, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is number
1: one by a mile. He's got 151 wins. Okay, now, E,
6: we got Russell, Righty. E? Yeah. Yeah, Russ is number
1: two. Okay. 115 wins. Those are the two active leaders in wins by starting and quarterbacks. And
6: I got one more who's been around a long time who came back this year. It's got to be Flacco. Perfect. Three for three. Okay. Yeah. Rogers one,
1: Wilson two, Joe Flacco, the only other quarterback who has at least 100 wins in his
6: career. <laughs> he has 103. Now, we've got to think of dudes who are on rosters. Who, oh. Um, Okay.
1: E- one guy, one e- guy. There's one guy quintessential. You're dead right about one guy. The rest of these guys are mostly even still currently starters, but there's one guy you're right. He is. You Ma- got-
6: Mahomes has been around long enough to be on the list,
1: though. Has and he-, he won.
2: He at least won a lot. He what said was, the, the,
1: low
0: was the low
2: number? The low
1: number 66. How many years has Mahomes played? He's played 96 games.
2: Oh, he definitely got that.
6: You afraid of that, Dan? Uh, no. I'll take Mahomes.
1: Number seven in active oh. wins with 74, Patrick Mahomes.
2: Here's another old guy for you, Dan. Yeah. I don't, he lost a lot in his time in Detroit, but he, he won some games. What you just think about Stafford.
1: Oh, yeah. Good one. Stafford's number four. Okay. okay. And right. Stafford has 98 wins, so he'll get to 100 this year. You got Rodgers, one. Wilson, two. Flacco, three. Stafford, four. Mahomes, seven. Oh, God. So you're missing— Do You uh, think Goff could be on there? You're missing five— Six, eight, nine, and ten.
2: Jared Goff. I don't uh, know. What about um Cleveland? Uh, uh Sean. Uh. No.
1: What I, will about, say, I will say this. Uh huh. I said the low number sixty-six. That's a lot of wins. Oh, I know. That's winning ten games for six years in a row. That's a lot of wins. And then we have, you know, so
6: just. See, why wouldn't Goff be on there if Stafford's on there? Because Goff went to Detroit and won, and he went to a Super Bowl, but he did did he start enough? In...
4: <sighs>
6: okay, let's think of some other guys before we do this. Okay. I think Goff did have a 3-and-13
1: year right out of the gates, too, maybe. What about... Uh... I'm not talking you off of anything. I'm just thinking
6: out loud. What about Mr. 8-and-8, 8 8, Cousins? How many years has he played? He,
2: I feel like he's been playing for a while. 66 is... Hmm. Cousins. And the game ends. Ah. Ah.
1: Damn it. In fact, I don't see. I I will say something strange. I don't see Kirk Cousins on the list, which doesn't seem like that could be right. So I. What about was golf on the list? Golf was 10th. Dang it. 66. Does Cousins not have 60s? I guess he doesn't. Um, Here is your list. I was dead on, by the way. uh, you, You hit the under. You missed it on the sixth, not the seventh guess. Rodgers 151. Here are the surprises. Josh Allen not on the list. Lamar Jackson not on the list. Yeah. Uh, they barely missed. They're next. Six- What's the number? 66. Does Cousins have more than 66? Says here he's 76 and 67. Yeah, I don't know where that – I it's it seemed wrong to be. I don't know why he's not on here. The rest of them are right. I like I, I double-checked Josh Allen because I thought he would have more. Yeah. But he, they have the right number of games, 94, so – I stand corrected. That will push golf out if that's the case.
6: Oh, well, they lose anyway. <laughs>
1: um, what Here's the, the the two surprises. The one I, I, I was yeah. curious if you could ever get to. Fifth right now in active wins. Fifth, Andy Dalton. Oh,
6: Ooh, yeah. Cool. That's good. But
1: more surprising, number six right now in active wins by starting quarterbacks. Number six overall with 82, uh-huh. Ryan Tannehill. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Okay. Then you have Mahomes. Then you have Dak Prescott. Okay. And then if we're gonna put cousin slotted where they left him out, Derek Carr would be last with seventy two.
6: That's uh that's it. All right, we're cranking it up right here on a Friday edition of the drill. You better you better bring it today.
4: Oh,
1: yeah. We're gonna up. have some
6: fun. I
1: am demanding that we have fun here today. There is a demand for fun on a GFL Friday. Hit it.
6: We got the sports concepts and rationalizations coming your way. We call it the 10-minute drill. At the end of the drill, E likes to provide, I call it a prize pack. He calls it razzle-dazzle. Razzle! What do you got, E?
2: Oh, boy.
1: You ever give away fazzle-dazzle or
2: no? No, no fazzle. Just the razzle. Mm -hmm. And today's razzle-dazzle is a pair of tickets to Dave Matthews Band. we will be at daily place May 29th. All you got to do is holler at your boy at the end of the 10-minute drill.
6: The end of the drill. Listen, uh, Lockett Law High School Report news. Congrats to... uh, Joe Deegan's Bishop Kenny, Lady Crusaders. Sixth straight trip to the Final Four. They beat Panama City Rutherford last night. Rutherford rolled in here with just one loss and rolled out with two. So they win. Providence wins. They go to the Final Four. UC beats NFEI. They go to the Final Four. And Ponte Vedra. Remember our girls came in here? Yeah. yeah. They went out in the panhandle, I think. Niceville, maybe. Yeah. And they won. Okay, good. So they're going to the final four. So congrats to those. Uh, Shout out to our to our girls who've been part of the Lock and Law High School Port. Like to see them finishing up strong. But you get to the final four. That's a big accomplishment. And hopefully, a couple of these teams, all of them, can win state championships. I was thinking though, some of the scores I was looking at, and I don't know. The, I don't know the exact reason why. I've talked to about some people with basketball, but they need a shot clock in high school too. They, they need, need to have a shot clock. Yeah. Do people still do the yeah, old slowdown yeah. game? Of course you do. I mean, it's the worst.
1: Yeah. That should be a technical foul. Well,
6: Yeah. It's hard, you know, hard to police.
1: I guess you can't do it unless you put in a shot clock. But what Dan's talking about, this doesn't exist anymore. This used to be a thing, E, when we were younger. Yeah, you there, was 10, something called, games. there was something called the four corners offense. It yeah, was kind of invented by Dean Smith. And you would pay good money and you would go to a college basketball game. And then a team would hold the ball and pass it for 18 yeah. minutes Ugh. and then shoot.
6: That- that uh, that Alabama basketball player should be playing football has been suspended after that is egregious shot on our the way, our guy. The he grabbed his leg? No, no, he threw his arm down on the guy's head. Oh, man. Oh, oh,
1: oh. oh, yeah, I yeah. missed that.
6: Yeah, yeah. They, Where? When was that? Uh, it was a loose ball, and uh, it was Condon, and um, and he got took a knee to the head, and then the guy came down yep. and just hammered him, and they didn't, and they called the foul. The Gators, of course, they did. <laughs> Anyway, the guy's been suspended for a game, I think. The, the fanatics,
1: uh, fan, this may put, can a company have such an error that it puts them out of business? Okay. Fanatics, it could be put out of business by this screw-up of the baseball uniforms. It's now beyond just oh, no. a player here or there. I thought it was Nike. It's fanatics that's, oh, okay. that's uh, I didn't making know. them. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, This is how bad it's gotten. Major League Baseball player sends in pictures of his uniform and how bad they are. Oh, dear. The customer service team Uh responds, oops, that looks wrong. Please contact us so we can replace your screwed up jersey order not realizing they're replying to a photo of an actual Major League Baseball uniform.
2: Oh, wow. Oh, dear.
1: Like, it's so shoddy that it looks like just one you would sell to Joe Blow is messed up, and that's what they expect him to wear. And the latest yesterday, apparently the pants are see-through. So, ladies, have at it.
4: Oh,
6: boy.
1: I I just wonder if sometimes you just do such a a boneheaded thing that if it doesn't, you know— I, I just I can't. It's, I never. I mean, look. At times, a, a player or two or somebody else say something, but it never lingers, right? You might make a comment about, but they're they're not giving up here. I think they're going to demand they change the daggum things. Oof. You know how stats can be um, bemoaned sometimes as not representative, and you kind of use stats to prove a point. Uh, somebody said, like Yogi Berra said, they're 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 more. It ain't over till it's over? Well, no, I can't remember no. the exact, but it's like, you know, they're like a, a lamp post. Okay. You know, they can be enlightening, but often they're just there for support. Okay. That's a stat. All right. You ready for this little stat chain? Yeah. Maybe you've seen this. I don't know. Madison Bumgarner. Mad had, Bum. Had more grand slams That's than Prince Fielder. Yeah. Who had more inside the park home runs than Ricky Henderson. Okay, who had fewer steals of home than Babe Ruth? Oh, who had as many shutouts as Pedro Martinez? Oh, very good. Stats can be a can can Deceiving. It, can be a very um, a twisted path, I guess, as you move along. You
6: continue to learn more and more about the uh, <laughs> the uh, train wreck that was Johnny Football. Yeah, he had a little coke problem. Shocking. Was he on? Ooh. Was he on with uh, um, Shea Uncle Shea. Shea. Shea? Yeah. Anything there between the two or no? They're all good.
2: No, it was a good episode. All right.
6: Johnny says he lost 40 pounds on a strict diet of (laughs) blow. That would be cocaine for y'all that are. A strict diet of blow. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, what a train. Probably not a good
1: idea to have a strict idea of uh, a, um, a strict diet of any drug. I mean, you shouldn't have a strict diet of Flintstone vitamins. But, yeah, cocaine probably ups the ante a little bit. Uh, To which, by the way, none of this is surprising. Okay. And Johnny's also not the smartest tool in the shed. No. They let him play ball. He he literally, and I I had this on good authority, Johnny Manziel was being tutored before the draft. Okay. I know the person that was tutoring him. Mm -hmm. They bring him into a room. You know, we've seen like Gruden do this. They put scenarios and situations up, ask him what he'd do. The grinder. They put up a, 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 you know, they put up a, You know, some X's and O's and ask him what he would do versus this cover two. And Johnny Manziel, after winning a Heisman and playing college football, asked them literally, what's cover two? Hick. Oh, boy. So they just, Johnny Football, he just went out and played. Oh, boy. That's a tough position to play, man. You better be carrying a little IQ into that huddle or it's going to be a long,
6: or or, actually a short career. I didn't see the start of Golf Channel yesterday. I don't know if Chuck Wood's. Attempt at qualifying, they showed it was the lead or not over the no. Mexico
1: Open. Yeah, no. maybe if he'd have done well, it would have been. But yeah. boy, what? A, it's 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 almost sad. Well, he's I, so ill prepared. You know, Tiger knew what was going to happen, Dan. Right? Tiger knows his kid. He knows pro golf. He knows the course. I and this is just pure speculation. It's fun. It's meant lighthearted. I know, but I almost feel like Tiger. Maybe we've all had that teenager who thinks he's ready. Yeah, right. Who thinks he's um, a little further along than he is. Okay. And I could just see a little needle. They're, they're needlers. They seem to have a real good needling relationship. Okay. And I think Tiger at some point, all right, young buck, you think it's easy?
4: <laughs> you
1: think you're ready? <laughs> yeah, let's play a pre-qualifying tournament. I'm not going to be there, so you won't be able to hide behind my big you know, Sunday red. Uh, we'll see how you do. Take your mama out there with you. Oh and yeah. so Elon and little Charlie went to the course yesterday. Was Elan there? Yeah. Okay. But Tiger wasn't. You tell me—I mean, I told not and again, I just— Probably not
6: allowed to be in the same area.
1: I, I could see that. You know, that sounds like an Earl Woods um, motivational ploy, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, that's what Earl would have done to Tiger. The difference is Tiger had such an unbelievable skill set that he would have he shot 68 yesterday and moved on in qualifying. But Charlie, yeah, not so much. He shot an 86— and an 86, just, you know, I understand is a terrible, terrible golf score. An 86 probably means you shouldn't be playing in in, in events like this. And he seemed to withstand it. Okay. The, the people down there acted like total jerks. Yeah. grown, up, said,
6: grown ups acting like. I'm reading about it now. They terrible, said uh, about 50 fans. Just not.
1: People need some people.
6: People need beat up, man.
1: Some people just need beat up. Like the dude who walks in and demands this, somebody needs to walk over, punch that dude in the face, and let's move along to the next guy.
6: Well, along those lines, uh, you know, we always give KD crap and call him soft and sensitive, but I believe was it last night? E, did you see that? Yeah, I did. Somebody called.
2: Somebody called him a B. Yeah, as he was running out to the court, and he
6: turned around, went over, and talked to him, and and then, uh, and then they were trying to shake his hand, and then they, and man. then, they, and then they were going to throw throw the fans out, and then Katie said, "Now, oh, what, what a guy, what a guy
1: a he makes a billion
6: dollars." Oh, he's so, got- so it's okay. Wait, no, well, how's yeah. this different?
1: How's it different? Yeah. He's a thirty-five year old man. that makes sixty million a year. He's oh, a fifteen-year-old By kid. what you
6: make is how you should be treated.
1: Does Kevin Durant ever call a boy a a, a guy a B while he's playing playing basketball? You Has he never called one of his opponents a B? You
6: think Charlie Woods does that? No, uh, I bet he it's does.
1: Fifteen. Oh, okay. There's a big difference in having rabbit ears as an all pro basketball player making uh-huh. sixty million a year uh-huh. and going to fans and letting them stay, and a bunch of grown ups converging on a fifteen year old. Convert? What did they did they Amateur. did they call
6: them names or anything? They just got
1: too close. I don't feel, Kevin, I mean, come on, man. That dude's got a burner. I, I see your point. I don't know if we're using the right guy as an example.
6: Well, my point is, my point is with Kevin Civility, Durant, who, sure. we, who we always sit there, and, well, that, that's part of it, but also for Kevin Durant, who we always sit there and say, you know, this guy's a jackass, this guy does this, this guy does that. If somebody called you that name, you, could, you have everybody say, ah, get out of here, I don't need this person here. I wouldn't want to be called that. Yeah, yeah well, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't want to be called that. I mean, if we had some it's- googan walk in here and start calling me names while I'm doing the show, I'd ask E to remove them. <laughs> All right, I get it. I wouldn't say, okay, go ahead, go ahead, sit down, sit down here on the on the on the bleachers and watch the program. I my point is that's awful, rabbit
1: eerie, <laughs> and it's not. And that is a by the way, in today's vernacular and the way yeah. the athletes talk to each other, that's not a really, really like cut your heart out insult. It's different
6: either. if I know you and say that to you versus you, you. You have no idea who I am, and you're yeah, that's there, fair too, right? No. I mean, if I call you that I've called you terrible names before and you call me terrible names back, that's OK to a point. Yeah. But if I don't know you, that's not too cool. Well,
1: um, I, anyway, I, I, don't, I, I was that, talking about I, it, I wouldn't
6: I, do it. It's not my personality, but I wasn't just, my point I just, of the conversation. Yeah, I, they, they, that seems that I want to get back to Charlie Woods, who had a 12 on a hole. Yeah, how does that happen, Jeff? Well, I'm sure he hit it out of bounds three times. Is
1: my guess. Just
6: one, two, three, it's boom, par boom, four. Boom. I mean, yeah. that, he
1: had to have a f- couple of shots out of bounds. Yeah, and I don't know if he went ten cup. I did. They didn't offer really a. Um... Oh yeah, I'm getting somebody just sent me the people's elbow. How does that not get a T during the game, <laughs> the people's dude? People's elbow. <laughs> what is that? hadn't seen that. I didn't. How did I miss that I the know. other night? I watched the whole awful. game. I must have turned around for half a second.
6: I mean, it was yeah that, that, should,
1: that should have been two in the ball.
6: Well, first off, he goes knee to the head, which that was a— But then yeah. he
1: comes down on purpose.
6: Yeah. Came down and elbowed him in the head. But, and we have— That's a foul on the Gators, by the way. Oh, my God. <laughs>
1: wow. Ooh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't see that. That's good Lord just not letting me see that, or yesterday's show would have been
6: different. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. I can't believe you didn't see it. Wow. But anyway, he's got he's getting suspended.
1: I'm being reminded me of the slow down uh, uh, style of basketball that was in play back in the day of a game that I remember. But Bishop Kenny once beat Nice nine to eight. Oh yeah. And yeah I, I, mean remember, I remember. another one like six to two, like BK and Bowles when you know back in the early '90s. That's not sports. Playing the four corners. Yeah. Ugh. Just holding the ball, dribbling out top until there's no time left, and getting like each team got one shot at
6: the end of the quarter. When did the shotgun start? in the NFL. Like who implemented it first? It seems like it was the Cowboys to me. That's what I remember. It, it was you know, Roger Staubach was
5: what, what, what I think, right? Let's look. Is what that what you thought or well, not? I got
6: a question. When did the shotgun start
1: Who who invented or who in NFL who first? Uh, apparently Fanatics makes the uniforms Nike pays to put the logo on it. Well,
6: Nike better be careful who they're sleeping with apparently. Uh, San Francisco first used a shotgun in 1960. Um, but Roger Staubach and Tom Landry, yeah, kind of brought it back and made it. That's what, as a kid, they
1: were the only ones that did it. Right. I mean, I, you never saw teams in the shotgun. That, like, the Cowboys were the only one. Why other teams, especially while a successful team is doing it, why they wouldn't, I don't know.
6: They say, the Pro Football Hall of Fame says, Niners coach Red Hickey.
5: Oh, God. Just got closed out here.
6: Oh, no. Anyway, they they say Red Hickey of the Niners started it in 1960, but that it was the Cowboys went to the shotgun um, to use it because they didn't make the playoffs in 1974. They had their first non-playoff year. And so Landry came up with the shotgun in 75. Um, It was not a new idea. Uh, was utilized in '60, but was reborn out of more out of common sense by Landry than anything else. I felt it was a little foolish to stand in center when everyone knows you're going to pass. Um, but anyway, the reason why is I stumbled across this video from 1976, and the, it was the Jets were bad back then, as they are now. They were playing Tampa Bay and Steve Spurrier, and I mean they had Joe Namath ten yards deep, bro. In the shotgun, yeah, because his knees were shot. <laughs> that's like a flag foot. That's that's like a flag football strategy. I mean, this is this is you don't like you won't even like watch this. See, there's the offensive line. Here's the bucks. There are the running backs. Where's oh. Joe? He's like punting. Wow. Watch, and he takes still takes a couple steps back, still throws it. And by the way, he gets blasted a couple times, and he's got a ten yard. I mean, he is deep, bro. Watch this one. Watch I've one more. Yeah. Watch this now. Watch him get hit here. By the way, so what's the point of this if he's getting buried like that? (laughs) I think the point is he gets the ball out before he gets buried. I guess so. But yeah, that was crazy. So I'd never seen that before. I don't remember that. But there's some uh, Googans on clearly a chase. There's some
1: uh, into and this is the last thing. I'm not trying to win an argument here. I'm with you. I don't scream B at people at public either. But a Googan on the text line who's active on social media does point out that Durant loved using words much worse than that on his burner talking to fans. Okay. He loved using those words, worse words than that, often when he's not Kevin Durant and yeah, talking to fans. Yeah. So, you know, to each his own,
5: I guess. All right, uh, six four one
6: ten ten, come kind, come courteous, come correct. E. Tell them what they're going to win as we head to break with your razzle dazzle.
2: They're going to get them a pair of tickets to see the Dave Matthews Band at Daly's Place on May 29th. All you got to do is holler at your boy.
6: I'll just throw this one headline your way. You can uh, do with it what you will, but it is—we've lost our man card here. What happened? And the wrist is history. Travis supports Tay Tay with a bundle of friendship bracelets at her Sydney concert. Dude, you didn't see her put down the—you didn't see her lay down the
1: law yesterday.
6: What happened? Oh
1: yeah! Oh, oh no! Stay away from this. You guys oh, get mad no. at me for going People Magazine, but I just you know oh, no further, no further proof Travis that this
6: will never be the same on the field again. Chiefs fans should be worried. I I promise. It looks.
1: et I love her. here's what happens by by the end of May. Here's what we're going to hear. They appreciate you respecting their privacy at this difficult time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's coming. All right, <laughs> we're going to
1: get that little. No, she's putting all that. First of all, Travis got silly drunk. Yeah. I mean, like, bad drunk. Drank all day. He, was, he made a fool out of himself at the parade. It was a sloppy drunk. Yeah. So she's putting the—she doesn't like that. She is uh, telling him what to wear. She's making him FaceTime her instead of text so she can see who he's out with and what oh, he's doing. Oh,
2: boy. Ugh.
1: Yeah, she's a controlling—she's going to control him, and he's a meathead, and it's never going to work. It's never going to last. So that was
6: Kelsey. He's, he's in
1: he's- love, and she, he, uh, she's trying to, you know— Control th- again.
2: This is from the sources close to the couple. Uh-huh.
6: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, the good news is,
1: despite
5: the
6: wrist full of friendship bracelets, that's so. The good news is uh, he something. did make it into the VIP tent, clapping as his colorful bracelets clanged together. The, Ooh, uh, boy, uh, the boys. They, let me tell you what the boys are reading. those those players are reading about right now. Ooh. Dan,
1: here's uh, here's oh. here's my latest sources. Travis Kelsey is quote not so happy with some
6: of the rules and restrictions Taylor has set for him. I was disappointed that she doesn't talk before or after her shows because she has to save her voice for the 44 songs that she sings, he told Jason. So I was a little butthurt that I didn't get to hand her one of the bracelets I made for her. Making bracelets for her. So she wants him to uh, drink
1: a little bit. The way he uh, acted at the parade got into cringe territory. I mean, he was just totally sideways. Pals are now saying that Taylor and Travis are... Uh, more than six months into the relationship, she feels comfortable setting certain rules for him to follow. Oh, boy.
6: Fortunately, Travis is on board with most of them anyway. Most of them. Um, tell you the one he's not real on board with. Just being with Taylor.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, here here comes some. Uh, as you might imagine, uh, uh, Travis Kelsey was a fan of the adult entertainment establishments. Mm-hmm,
2: okay. Yeah,
1: they gone. Yeah, Dang. Yeah, yeah, she pulled a plug on those now. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that, um, yeah. Um, he's fine. Quote, not going to clubs anymore. That's oh, no. that's one of her hard rules. But Taylor also doesn't want him posing for photographs with female fans. Oh, what? Boy. Mostly to avoid inaccurate headlines, explains the source. Yeah. I can see why. Th- I'm starting to see why this girl has 41 ex boyfriends. She a major pain in the rear, dude. Mm. By the way, that's weak sauce. That ain't about anything else. It's Travis poses with fans. What a, what, I mean, I, better you than me, chief. That sounds like a dadgum prison sentence yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, that is just not hot enough to put up with all those rules and regs. I'm sorry. <laughs> you better be the most beautiful woman I've ever seen for you to treat me like I'm a seven-year-old boy.
2: She's growing on me. But Seven, yeah, I, I seven-year-old old
1: boy. That's what she's treating him like. The do's and don'ts here. You can't use that lunchbox. You have to take this
6: one. Sheesh. All right, I've got the. Uh, I've got a list. I'm going to need you to put them in order. Okay. Um. Wow, this is incredible. No, uh, I can't have you put them. More. I'm just going to have to read these. What do you mean? Uh, this is a list of uh, animal danger. <laughs> animal danger. Yeah. Oh, what is okay. that? What is that Molly, again? you in danger, girl. So you're talking about
1: which animals are the most dangerous to humans? Yeah,
6: how many victims a year they get.
1: I, I Hi- you I, you know who's there. number
6: one?
0: Oh. Like I don't know if it's an animal. Right? Mosquitoes.
6: That's number one. Sharks. That's they, low. They take four a year. Yeah, that's low. Uh, the Komodo dragon. Uh, six. Takes five. Okay. Let me guess the numbers. Uh, the Itsy Bitsy
1: Spiders. Oh, they, they take a bunch. They hmm. probably take a uh, couple hundred a year. No, they take seven. And that's, that's what that's bull. bull. And, and that's telling. exactly
2: why it's not going on the wheel. That can't Goin be right. I ain't trying to be one of the seven. That can't be right. No, uh, yours wolf, will be tarantulas They don't like
1: The wolf. <laughs> not many, twelve. Takes ten. A bear. See, bears. I should by the way, why bears. did I do it? The I know. Bear's gonna be uh eighteen.
6: Eleven. Uh this is an interesting one. Be dangerous. The cows. <laughs> The Moo yeah, not, not,
1: not many, 15. 18 a year. Yeah, Stampede, probably. They probably step on somebody while they're trying to yeah. milk them. Yeah, or. yeah. Horses? Horses will throw you off, but that's still a low number, 21. 20. Ants? Uh, ants, probably 40. Uh, 20. The puffer fish? I can't believe there's enough puffer fish that are uh, your, people are exposed to, but it's more than 20. I'm going to say 21.
6: Puffer fish is right there with the tiger. Both take 50 a year. Pufferfish gets fifty. So look at put a
1: pufferfish with a tiger. Let me know what happens.
5: Bees are
1: everywhere. <laughs> so so tiger is fifty also, and yeah. not Tiger Woods, a real no, tiger, a real tiger. Bees take a hundo. <clears throat> That's low. I think it'd be. I thought it'd be more. Yeah, it is low. These are just animals. Now though.
6: the tiger takes fifty, but Simba,
1: the lion, two hundred. That's because of the lion trainers, I guess. I don't they know why. I, why. That seems yeah. Straight I, up eat. By you. the way, these are probably happening like like these are probably like citizens in Africa, right? Out of the plains and be. stuff. Who else are they killing?
6: Well, I tell you, another na- much worse than it's the not lion zookeepers. The hippo. At a
1: hippo. No, the hippo is known as Hippo's the, the most
6: the most dangerous. Five hundred. Dang.
1: What a way to go to. Along boy.
6: with the elephant, Those I are think. Two the, bad I ways bet to you go. the elephant's a lot of there's a lot of uh, accident. Uh, go Gators, take a thousand. Makes sense. Yeah. Scorpions, 3,000.
2: Dang.
1: Probably snakes more than that? Uh, I know mosquitoes is one because that's
6: like a trick question. Boy, the Titsy fly. Still around? 10,000 people. We have not conquered the Titsy yet? We have not conquered the Titsy fly. Dang. Come on, man. Well, we've had problems with the Titsy fly since I was in second, third grade. Here's a, here's a stunner. Okay. Man's best friend. Dog. 30,000 a year. Yeah, that's wow. believable, man. Yeah. They got- wow.
1: Sometimes these mean dogs get a hold of little kids and
6: don't well, this, let go. This little dog in the graphic ain't killing anybody. Well, then why would you show that? You need to
1: show a bloodthirsty hound. Uh, Ease wheel. Snakes? Ooh. 100,000. 100,001.
6: We've lost Wow, e. that's,
1: that's a lot in a year. 100,000 die of snake bites. Yeah. It's the devil. Freshwater snails. What? Is that leeches? 200,000. People must eat them. That's what happens there. Ask and then me. you are correct. But not all of them added up. Don't, Don't it, add up to the mosquito. Yeah. Malaria, I get some. One million a, wow, million a year. Wow, million a year of mosquitoes. And we shut down the world for COVID. This is the
6: drill. We got Denny Thompson yes, coming me in. Too. It's a GFX. We got to get Friday. real now. We got enough of this nonsense. 10, 10XL. Oh, there he is. You know him, you love him. He's Denny Thompson. We're going to visit with the grandmaster of all things quarterback.
1: I got a great uh, yeah. combo pop quiz for you two I'm looking forward to, too.
6: Denny, take us through the combine. You went there last year with one of the most visible guys. So take me through kind of what happens. Uh, let's we'll, we'll just t- let's take the quarterbacks. You went with Anthony. When did he go? When did you go? How many days are you there? Take me through it a little bit. Take me through his well, schedule. Can we go
0: through this year? Maybe that's better. Because yeah, I, I don't remember the schedule last okay. year, but this year we're All right, so you're going week. with Austin
6: Reed. Right. And yeah. so uh,
0: Austin flies up Tuesday. Okay. Um guess they're midday Tuesday. You're going what day? Early Wednesday morning. Okay,
6: so you'll be up there with him the whole time.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And then I think I think Tom and Will are coming a little bit later on, on is the Wednesday. The first thing
6: Austin does or the players do is weigh in and get that embarrassing the, photo taken, the <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady photo. Yeah.
0: I think the first thing is they they sit through you know just a couple of meetings describing what the week's going to be, like the first right. night's not it's largely like, okay, we're gonna introduce you to the team stuff stuff like that. Do and you, you start to set your meetings is
6: one of the things you train these kids to do is to be on every second you're yes. up there, yes. like there is no don't look like. I don't care how mentally exhausted you get, how physically exhausted you get, you be on every second of every day cuz somebody's watching you at all times.
0: And somebody's watching <laughs> and you never know the questions you're going to get, you never have right. a reason for the question. Right. 90% of the questions make no sense. Yeah. Um, don't
6: say that's a clown question, bro. No, don't let's not do that. <laughs> but the,
0: I think the for Austin specifically and we've been lucky Anthony was the same way, Brock was the same way like mm-hmm. Most of these guys have such a good personality that it's hey man don't don't take this so serious that you lose that like Austin lights up a room so right. okay. I don't want Austin going in there worried about what he's going to say so hey man let it rip you you you've all these guys at this point college football is so big they've been through this before they've been through these press conferences and things like that but right. it is to your point you know the side that most people don't see and, and we don't have to deal with is that medical side they get. Poked, prodded, pushed, pulled. Yes, like, and, we've and heard it that. Is, it is very uh, taxing on those guys, and it's yeah. mentally draining. By the time they actually throw, do they
6: have to do it for each team that's interested, or is it just one time that they do
0: it? No, they do it more than one time. Okay, yeah, they they do it more than one time, and I'm not I'm not real sure how that works. That's that's more of a Tom question, but yeah, I know by the time that we get to Saturday mm-hmm. when it's throw time, yes. It has been a very long time for those guys. And 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 they got to dial it back up. We're still training. Right. So we're there. We're in the Noble Room, which is a great room that they set up. They started last year. Okay. um, To work out, you mean? To work out. Okay. And so we've got our full team there, and every single day, they're still going through their stretches, massage therapy, all that kind of stuff, throw Mm -hmm. drills. In addition to all that.
6: And you're allowed – X amount of time with each like in other words if I'm the Jacksonville Jaguars and I want to talk to Austin Reed I get 15 minutes yeah, or something yep yeah, yep yeah. and I sign up to talk to him as yeah, one of the guys much. I want to
0: visit with yeah pretty much pretty much I, can I, they
6: put that can they if you do they each have a room like can they so Austin walks in can I put him on the board yeah can I have him x and O oh, for absolutely me? yeah okay yeah,
0: and that's largely it's funny because um this week Will has been working a ton on that and and the the luxury we have now that we didn't have in the past is we got a lot of NFL guys, uh-huh. and so they're able to come in and go over plays with them and explain concepts right. and and language and terminology in the NFL, so that when they get there, right, they feel a little bit more prepared. I mean, when you listen, Nate Peterman's a perfect example. Nate's been in the league for a while; yeah. he knows every offense, and he's a smart guy. Yeah. So Nate's in there getting a massage the other day, and we're peppering him with questions. Right. Right. So it's is Nate still on
6: a roster? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I
0: think so I don't know if he may be a free agent. I, I'm not sure, but he'll hook on somewhere. John Wolford is another guy, Johnny Boy, that, that loves to just plug into these younger guys and yeah. help them any way they can. So we've been very fortunate with that. But it is an, to answer your question, mm-hmm. it's an exhausting week. It's, yeah, there's a really cool thing for most of these guys when you get there and they walk in and you just kind of look around. It's kind of a wow, I'm here. Yeah. Because you, you grow up, the NFL sure. made such a big deal about the combine. You grow up about. Thinking you start about
6: seeing it. these faces, these coaches, these people yeah. that you. – Yeah, and
0: it's it cool. It. Like it's it's cool for me too. It's not just them I'm walking in with Anthony and walking in with Austin, guys mm-hmm. that have been yeah. around since they were young. It's like you walk in and there's a sense of pride. Like you haven't made it, but man, we're still. No, it's in the a game. big step. We're in the game. It's a I'm big step.
1: surprised. More than any other position in round one. You know, the Jags blew it, let's say, with Henderson and on in the same draft. It's cornered, it's an edge, there's a lot of different... I'm surprised how, how much and how badly they can miss on the quarterbacks. It shocks me in today's day and age, of all the film you have, of everything you've seen in college, of the measurables, of the conversations, of the film room, that you can, at the end of the day, take little, tiny, little, spindly little Bryce Young and leave big, thick C.J. Stroud on the table, or how you can go through the process, trade up, and say, yeah, I'll take Mitch Trubisky over Patrick Mahomes. I just don't – I'm surprised that they're that bad. Yeah, no, it's – Well, one, the I think The other positions, it's- I get. It, they're, you know, they're physical. They're inside of – things can – can matter, but that quarterback is. I mean,
0: he stands alone from the you know high school. He goes that's, back in a- that's why they're so important because they're so hard to identify. It's the reason why it's the hardest, hardest um, position in sports. Yeah, I mean, if if it was an easy evaluation, we, it, it, the the league would actually kind of stink. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the part of the fun is mm-hmm. okay, which one of these guys? But to your point, Jeff, there's so much data and i think the nfl the old school nfl is moving more towards data which is more certain more science and i know the s2 got ripped in the media but it's an important piece yeah it's a very important piece you take that you take motion capture you take you know guys who have seen years and years and years of ball of the ball coming out of guys hands and then you take the film and yeah you would think that you'd be a little bit more active you tell people what
6: the s2 is because i heard you say the other day that it, it you like it it's just you got to be ready to take it. Like if you go in there and you ain't you ain't want to deal with it, you can get lost real quick and have a lousy score. The problem is when it gets leaked. That's the problem. That's the, that, it that shouldn't that's get leaked. S2
1: was that's the one that Shroud had that really you yes. Because you've done it right. Compliant. What yeah, is it? Done it? Like
0: give I've me done an done example it. of
6: what this is.
0: This um, isn't like what was the other one? Wonderlic? So it's not the Wonderlic. Right. No, this is a this is a reactionary test. So you're sitting at a computer. You've got like a keypad. You've got a uh, I don't know like a little like banker's thing. Yeah. That's got colors on it, stuff like that. And it is measuring your ability to track things, how many things you can track at one time. It's measuring, like, impulse control. It's, it sounds
6: a little bit like that baseline test you take for concussions, like you got to remember the shapes. Uh, or...
0: yeah, the guys were actually talking about that the yeah. other day, and they said, you know, this is, like, way more just, oh, crap, i got to react to this. You don't have okay. time to think about okay. your answer at all. Okay. And so if you're not, I mean— on our side if if our guys are taking it there's yeah. a certain amount of caffeine. Do you there's encourage your of, guys to take it? Uh, absolutely. Or, okay. Well and and that's the thing like if it don't get leaked that's mm-hmm. the issue. It is a great tool to learn how your guys learn. Right. Right? Like th- there's guys that learn this a certain way. So if way you score and,
6: poorly and it doesn't necessarily mean you're not no. obviously it means you can't be a great quarterback cuz CJ Stroud was pretty good even though he's dead to me now but nonetheless. <laughs> For no, there's reasons.
0: there's there's different categories. There's six or seven different categories, right. and let's say you score very low in one category. Yeah. Well, there's a there's another category that if you score really high in it, kind of okay. you can still play. Okay. Now, if you were to score low in both of them, sounds then that like would be it's a hard concern. to do
1: as bad as he did. Could he have like just? He probably I just didn't, didn't, care. Care. Just didn't, you didn't care. He didn't care. He didn't paying attention, yeah. didn't yeah. learn what it was or yeah. anything. Just started pressing buttons. Yeah. I watched. <laughs> I
0: had one of these things at my house last year, and I watched our guys come out of my office in my yeah, house, and their eyes were crossing. I've done it and it's just like oh my gosh it, and it takes almost 5 minutes yeah it's yeah. not yeah you yeah, got to be ready to do test. it yeah. yeah yeah it's definitely an intense That's test. fair yeah and it's listen it's not just football they use this for CEOs they use mm-hmm. this for so when you when you They don't use it for about,
6: sportscasters thank god pros <laughs> Dan is playing t- uh, tic tac toe on the game <laughs> he has scored 3
0: <laughs> but it's like when like if you get a leaked score yeah. this is important uh huh and you hear that this guy is in the 60th percentile. Uh-huh. Man, this ain't the 60th percentile of general population. Okay. This is 60th percentile of elite individuals, Olympians, ah, major point. league baseball players, like CEOs. Okay, so it's
6: not necessarily yeah. No, that's no, it's fair. not
0: it's not an IQ test at right, all. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
6: Uh it's 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 still nonetheless interesting and and when do they do that? When do they administer that test? Is that like man, this It's not at day. the combine, is it?
0: No, it, this thing's done everywhere now. Okay. There, there, there's colleges doing it now. This okay. thing's done at certain developmental. Camps. This is,
6: goes back to what you just said of too much data. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion. Well,
0: I, I get it, but I
6: still, and I, I understand the tools, and I get it, and I think it's great to have it, but we get to a point where we just have overwhelming stack. I mean, yeah, here, here's the file on Austin. Go ahead and take a look at it. Well, I, here's what I
0: think. Can I just is, watch the, the tape? The problem I believe is, <laughs> is there's the data but then there's still the people who override the data with a gut feeling like yo and that gut feeling i mean that there's data that goes against you there's science that goes against your gut stop with that and and i'm not saying this specifically but to your point jeff about bryce last year there's data right there Mm. you can see these guys throw like I Yeah, that's not an easy number one pick. Ha- it's certainly not one that I feel
6: like you trade
0: up for the way they
6: did. All right, so for a guy like Austin Reed, like, when do they start telling him or what do you hear or do they do? They do a after college where they kind of give you your draft status, right? You can apply for that to kind of get an idea about where you'd be or yeah, no? I, no? Yeah, I mean, it, no? it, yes? it's essentially
0: no? like you send in this thing to the NFL. and Yeah. Whatever teams want to answer or can answer. So if you send in, hey, I want to know my draft stock, and this is usually for early enroll. That's this what, I, like yeah. It, Austin's been in college for twelve years, but right. um, <laughs> this this is usually for early. But the, if you send it out and you get two teams back, then you're like. Oh, I don't know, I but see it's not saying. like the NFL goes. You're going to be okay. Here well, first. what will he hear next? Like, will he hear different
6: things next week? Or no, uh, they all lie. What do they do? No,
0: Wait. no, they'll, he'll. You, you got a good idea. You have a good idea after the combine who really is into you by who met with you. Yeah, meaning not just met with you, but who was in the meeting. Where was it? A bunch of area scouts, or was the GM in there? I got you. But in the end, you don't really know. You don't know. right. It just takes one. So I mean, I feel like, like we had a good idea last year with, with that Anthony it was going to be Indy yeah but
6: that's a, he's different like Austin Reed, like where yes. where
0: does he fall? like if I asked no you
6: right clue. now, yeah, you don't know. no clue. could you see him being taken in the third round? Yes. is there a possibility yes.
0: and I could see him being taken in the seventh right like he and I talked about this yesterday it, right it is mentally grueling for these guys. it is tough. that's a tough one. they have no Austin's right. engaged right you know he's like they have no idea what's going to happen. and then here's the worst part is he has this, he has the combine. Then you wait a couple weeks to catch pro day, and then you do nothing. You sit and yeah. wait. You have to train, and you just have to sit there for a month and a half. But you know what gives Austin Reed,
6: you know it gives these guys uh, uh, even more juice, hope? Brock Purdy.
0: No doubt. No doubt. No Last doubt. guy
6: taken in the draft. Why can't I be Brock Purdy? Hey, take me
0: wherever. Just give me a chance. If you're Austin Reed, yeah. we work with Gardner and Brock Purdy, the two right. guys that he comps. Right. From everybody. Right. So, yeah, man, if you if you don't think I'm going to be standing on a table with that information. Yeah. And, and if
6: you're, you're Austin Reed, you're like, listen, you, you, all I know is this. I am going to get a chance. Yeah. I am going to be in an NFL camp. Yep. So that's all I can ask for. Yeah, you, you're you right? still playing.
1: Different reasons for quarterbacks to be slotted in different ways. I just did some quick you know research while, while research. we were talking. I love research. And I'm not including guys that were flyers. Brock Purdy, Tom Brady. Okay. Um Dak Prescott, right. you know, Russell Wilson. are not going to right. include right. drafts where the best quarterback in the draft ended up coming in the third round or the fifth round. They all missed. That's not fair. But, boy, these quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Dan Marino, all in first rounds where, and oftentimes multiple quarterbacks went before them.
0: Mm-hmm. I, well, That's amazing. It, it, I'll go back to you. Go Take Brady out of this for a second. Yeah, Anybody outside of the round. These
1: are just. I will also mention Russell Wilson. Dak Prescott was better than, you know, ultimately who was in his draft. But you
0: take those guys and those are all guys that physically had traits that people went against and thought, well, I got a gut on this other guy. Yeah, All those guys. Mahomes was a. Mahomes was
1: Trubisky. Uh, Josh Allen and Lamar were Baker Mayfield. Aaron Rodgers was Alex Smith. Dan Marino was four guys. You know, you got guys in the room. You know, it's just it's 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 amazing how simple the draft would seem like it should be, yet how hit or miss it is. I I got a pop quiz. I think
0: JJ McCarthy. By the way, next week I've been. Stumping this. I, I think he's going to be the guy that we're talking about when this thing's over. I don't know where he's going to be drafted, but the rumors Somebody I'm just hearing, said top
1: 10. I, somebody was suggesting Brady Quinn. Somebody was saying he thinks he's going to be a top 10 pick. I don't the rumors
0: know. I'm hearing about what he's going to do. It's like Desmond
1: Ritter to me, boy. I don't want him.
0: I, I don't yeah. know. I've not watched any of his film, but what I'm hearing he's going to do at the combine is insane.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes they're right. You hear that for a reason, especially I've with seen your him, job.
6: I, the only thing I can say is I've seen some of the throws. And he doesn't throw it a lot, but when we had to rip it, he can rip it. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That's and that's he's athletic the, too, right? The fun part about the combine for me is I don't largely whatever whatever their career who's becomes Jay, like, it becomes. Who's JJ McCarthy working? I with? have no idea. No idea. No clue. Wow. But uh, but to sit there and watch these like Stetson Bennett was it for me last year. It's like mm-hmm. you sit there and you watch this guy live in person on the field, and you're like. Try to tell a everybody. Of an athlete. Try to
1: tell everybody Stetson Bennett would be a non-factor. Where is he at these days? No, no, no. no, no. I'm just saying.
6: He is I know an not. Athlete. I'm not saying this to you, yeah, but I yeah. remember there was a time last yeah.
1: year where Bennett was going to start.
6: Well, I mean, I mean, the guy yeah. had some issues yeah. off oh, of God,
0: the field. That, that matters. Oh, yeah. It does matter. Obviously, it does, matter. Obviously. It does matter. But but Obviously. it's really well, fun c- to watch. Counts in the opinion too. Yeah, it's really fun to watch these guys that you have this perception of. Like Stetson Bennett was the walk on at Georgia. He can scoot. No, that dude is a freak of an athlete. Yeah. Yeah, he was the crap out of it. So it's it's fun to watch that. And this year's they only took fourteen quarterbacks this year.
6: Is that a low number?
0: It's a very low number. Very low. Yeah. combine. Yeah, and uh-huh. when you look at them, man, it is going to be a fun group of guys to watch. Very athletic guys. Ton of film for all of them. Um, it should be a good quarterback combine. I'm excited about going. Now, what do you do during the combine? Just watch your guy, or do you help? No, it- we've got—I mean, we got free agents uh, in the NFL. Everybody's at the combine. You guys have been before, right? you No, i have not. No, no. no. Everybody's—it's spring Senior break Bowl, a bunch, but not. It's that. spring break for the football world, is what the combine is. So everybody's there. So it's a good time to catch up with coaches. And you're right. There's yeah.
6: not. There's a lot GMs of names. And- Jaden Daniels, and- mm-hmm. Sam Hartman. Well, I've not heard good things about projecting. Yeah, what heard happened to him about Sam Hartman? Yeah.
5: I haven't even. Heard well, I the saw. Name.
6: I saw at the. <laughs> Somebody, uh, happy birthday by the way to Austin Reed apparently
1: yeah, yesterday, yesterday oh, 24 yep, yesterday, somebody 4 years old That's somebody old
6: <laughs> <laughs> somebody said at the senior Bowl about Sam Hartman um <laughs> it's old. looks forward look forward to his broadcasting career which is not uh, Devin, I, I haven't heard anything about him Devin Leary Yeah uh, Drake May mm-hmm. JJ McCarthy Joe Milton will wow at this yes, he when will. he when he steps back on the ten and throws it to the goal line yep. or whatever. Uh, Bo Nix, your guy, you were big on him. Are you more big on McCarthy now than Nix? No, I just big on athletes. Like All I right, think right, those right.
0: two guys are going to put up. Michael really Penix cool
6: Jr. has still got a funky delivery, and it's not because he's left handed. I don't care. It's kind of Warfel-esque, but we'll see. He's got that sort of push. Yeah, there's something way. push. Yep, but he can throw it. Uh, Michael Pratt from mm-hmm. Tulane. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spencer Rattler. Yeah. Heard some good I things can't about wait to him. Watch Spencer Throw, yeah. Your guy Austin Reed. Yeah. Keaton Slovis. Yeah. Jordan Travis who yep. can't do mu- much yeah, anything. He is he really is he limping? Much. Is he what is he? Where no, is he? I don't know. And Caleb Williams. Yeah. Yeah. You tell me anything about that guy. What do you think of him? Ah, uh, he's he's legit. legit? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. He's
0: arm talent through the roof. Right? All right. Yeah, absolutely through the roof. But that's my point when you look at that list like there's a lot of athletic guys there. Uh-huh. Um, it, well, that's it. From ah, a you're combined right. perspective, it's yeah. going to be fun.
6: Yeah, you're right. Uh, What's your quiz there, homie? Uh, Yeah, Bob Quiz, I need uh, you guys
1: to tell me. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has a unbelievable playoff record, 15-3. Oh, it's so good. I mean, two quarterback aficionados like yourself.
6: Certainly. I
1: need you to tell me the 13 quarterbacks that Patrick Mahomes has beaten in the postseason. Oh. Who's he beating? Thirteen. He's beaten thirteen different beat quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is correct. Josh he, beats, Allen. he beat he uh, beat Houston. He's beaten Josh Allen a couple times. Numerous That's times. That's correct. Brock Purdy. Uh, Purdy. That's yeah. right. He may as well go ahead and knock out the Super Bowl quarterbacks while you yeah. are right. at it. Yeah, so yeah. Purdy, Garoppolo, Hurts. I know right. you're going to get yeah. all those. Yeah. Yeah. He ne- he, I don't think he he, did he did. never beat Tom.
0: I was going to say, did he beat Brady? He never
6: he beat, didn't Brady beat Tom. Just played them. How many do we have, Jeffrey?
1: Sounds like about five or six. I don't know. Uh, he beat Trevor. He beat Trevor. It's Beat Lamar. No. I beat Lamar this year, correct. Yeah. Did y'all say uh, Burrow? Joe Burrow? Yeah. He has yeah. beaten Joe Burrow. Yeah. Thank you. E. Got a, Took a fifth down to do it, but okay. How many are we at now? <laughs> uh, let's see. You've got, Who's now talking? I'll Maybe count it. Now. You've got Purdy. You've uh-huh. got Lamar. You've got Josh Allen. You've got Hurts. Uh, mm-hmm. You've got Burrow. You've got Trevor. Mm-hmm. Tua. Uh, you're going to add Tua. Mm-hmm. Add Tua. It- um, uh, that's, that's it, right? Uh, Deshaun. Deshaun. You got eight. You got eight of the 13. Wow.
0: Wasn't there an Indy guy?
6: I don't know. That's my question. Well, what, I can't give you that, the answer. did they
0: play Indy in the playoffs?
6: Well, Luck had the big comeback. We we had the, we were talking about this that was in a Alex different way. way. Yeah, that yeah. Was Mahomes. I'm not saying yeah, yeah. whether or not they play, but no, that no, no, game no. was, yeah, Alex yeah. Smith.
0: I'm trying to think who.
6: Let's see. Let's who, think of the team. We got the Super Bowl guys, so let's go AFC. Who's he beating in the AFC? Okay. Did they ever play? They haven't played up. anybody in their division. So no. did oh, uh Marcus Mariota. Right? Didn't he beat Tennessee? no, wasn't Tennessee was it was Mariota, wasn't he the quarterback when he threw the ball off the helmet, caught it, and ran it in? I'm
4: gonna let you
2: go. well, A couple of things.
1: Yeah. Kansas City lost that game, and that was
6: not Mahomes yet.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm
6: not guessing that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> did he did he beat Carr?
0: Uh did they no, they didn't play never played the Chargers. Good.
6: All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, who did you say? I said Carr. We only got eight? Yeah. Sounded like really we didn't. net rattle off more than eight.
0: When would Carr have gone to the playoffs? Then?
6: Miami, Buffalo. Ugh. that Carr's not the answer. Yeah, so, Carr but.
0: didn't go to the playoffs.
6: New England? No, because no. he didn't beat Brady.
0: No. The Jets? No. Jets haven't been there. What some divisions?
6: That's what, I'm what you're to go missing. Through. Pittsburgh. He beat Pittsburgh. He beat through. uh Ben. Roethlisberger's Roethlisberger, correct. That's yeah. not. He beat Ben. He beat uh where I said to Sean. That was a comeback game when he was in Houston. But he beat Cleveland. He beat somebody in Cleveland.
0: Well, I'm trying to go back to vision. So, yeah, that's what he I'm trying to He beat somebody do. in Cleveland. What-
6: whoever was a quarterback of Cleveland, he, when, when it was a few years back, the Chiefs beat him. Was it Baker? Baker
1: Mayfield. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who had, who had beaten Pittsburgh on the road the yes. week before. Yes.
0: Has he not played? Um, well, I guess he I, hasn't I think played my, the Chargers. My, he hasn't played By my count, playoff.
6: you're missing i I'm telling you there's two. A- I think there's a Colts two, guy. There's two,
0: there's two well, left. There's a Colts guy's got to be like two man, left
1: after like you said two. You got two left. There's two that you haven't guessed. I. Um, hmm. They made the playoffs wins.
0: They did make the playoffs. get Who, one.
1: one of them I forgot. I don't remember this team going all the way to the. There AFC is a Colts guy though, isn't there? Again. He beat Andrew Luck. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> His first playoff win was against Andrew. I <laughs>
6: ah, see. And then, but you said Luck beat them too, right? Did Luck no. have the comeback? Luck, luck beat. Alex, oh, Smith. Alex Smith when he was
1: way earlier, you know, you. six, seven years before that. All right. And, then this, and then this one, I do not remember. I do not remember the 2019 Tennessee Titans going to the AFC championship game where they beat Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. I don't, re- I don't I remember I don't the either, Titans actually. when they were good. Just like, yeah. Yeah. but the Titans in 2020 um, beat uh, uh, New England and all that they beat Tom.
6: Yeah, he him them. New packing. England.
1: Then they went to Baltimore and beat them twenty eight to twelve. Yeah, and then they went to Kansas City and lost thirty five twenty four. Apparently they hung around, but yeah, uh,
0: Tanny Hills. Yeah, was I didn't last... remember that either. Yeah, that was a hard one. What's run what's uh, by the way? What are they? What's Tannehill's Hills'
1: deal? He done. I think he's going to play some more, but he's backup. He'll be a backup veteran somewhere.
6: Yeah. he's going to get thrown into that group though, with I your know. guy. I know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 That's what you're the thinking, face, and I'm yeah. Like, ah. Yeah, he's another. And by the way, he's he's got a lot of wins under his belt in the NFL. He had never recovered from that three pick game yep. in that against Cincinnati game. at home as the number a number one seed. Yeah, yeah,
0: his career though has been a success. Like, Absolutely, he, he, there was oh a guy man. was a receiver at Texas A&M. Yeah, yeah, there was bad. a time where everybody was like this. But he has been a large success. I yeah, think, yeah. For what and
6: Tennessee the, did the, some good with him. I mean, he Miami was eh. yeah. And then he went up to Tennessee and had, they had good a nice, years. nice run. they was the MVP conversation a couple of years back
1: when they mm-hmm. had that really good year. He yeah, so. had a nice run with And guys. by the way, uh, how's Tennessee done since he got hurt and left the yeah, lineup? nothing. Yeah, yeah, no bueno, right? No yeah, bueno. It,
0: I did wonder several times, like, why are they so quick to move on? And I guess maybe because they think Derrick Henry's getting a little bit older and so they need somebody to do a little bit more, but they had a pretty good thing going with Tannehill, not making mistakes, handing the ball to Henry for the most part.
6: I saw, um, I guess... The the Vegas odds have, is it Russell Wilson going to the Steelers? Is that what I'm seeing, Pross? I think that's what Vegas says now. So oh. he's going to end up. So, I mean, so he's not going to go back to Denver. I can't imagine
0: Russell Wilson to the Steelers. Son.
6: Yeah, hmm. the Steelers are going to get somebody. They, I mean, they're. I mean, with all due respect to Mason Rudolph and yeah. Kenny Pickett, I think they're going to add a third guy to the mix.
0: Yeah, be no, a veteran I, I, guy. Mason's a free agent. Oh is he? Yeah, Mason's a free Mason's down here right now. What, right. A, what a great guy. can but, he pick uh, it no bueno? Gotta yeah. No, 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 no. They they are definitely gonna do something. You yeah. think that you don't think they draft a guy this year? They might.
1: Yeah. Well, they might. they've been taught. I mean, maybe they're a JJ McCarthy guy. You know, where's yeah. Pittsburgh gonna pick? They did got, not make the playoffs, right? Probably got to move up to get them. They
6: had the winning season. Yeah, they had the winning season, but did they make so, the
1: well I mean yeah, they, they,
0: they're probably twenty right, 2022, 20, yeah. something like that somewhere in that neighborhood, but you're
6: going have to move up to get
0: him, yeah, in my opinion, yeah, I think yeah, you think so, yeah, if you want, if you want,
6: yeah, I, I think
0: J.J. McCarthy's the perfect guy that's kind of at the I see him get mocked everywhere,
6: Raiders, Vikings, like, why would the Vikings get rid of Kirk cousins? I mean, I guess because you
0: haven't, but it's just be careful what you wish for, man. Yeah, I, I think JJ. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but I think JJ's going to need a couple guys to come off early. That's the way this thing always works. Here they got JJ
6: going 11th to the Vikings in this mock, hmm. and then they have I think he's he, where are the Steelers at. Steelers are 20th. You were right. They got they got him taking an offensive lineman.
0: Yeah, I don't think they take
6: one in the first round.
0: I, I don't. I don't think. I think because they just took pick two years ago. They
6: have the Cardinals taking Bo Nix. Because he represents good value at twenty-seven, which he would, but I mean, e your guy, our guy is twenty-ninth uh, to the Lions. Who's, Who's this guy? Uh, uh, White Lightning. Oh, yeah, the corner from Iowa. Yeah, uh, I, oh, okay. I told you the I'd G- buy him a jersey, a Jags jersey of. The Jags draft Cooper DeGene. Hey, we're hey, gonna Jeff. we're gonna melt the cultures together, we're gonna bring people together. <laughs> hey
2: Why? Jeff, who would be his comp? I saw this little text line, I, it must be Jason Seahorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, what I'm <laughs>
1: that's,
6: that's what I'm going
4: with. <laughs> most who comp, else?
6: Most comp player in the history of the league, White <laughs> Corner, Jason Seahorn. <laughs> Danny, it's great to see you. Uh, you Good see luck you. next yeah, week. Uh, I hope I it goes well it. for Austin and uh, and your guys, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you via the phone. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You might to be it. all raspy voice next Friday. Oh, no doubt. Uh, it's just, it's hey, Friday yeah.
0: morning's tough, too. Thursday night, we go hard. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, Indy. I'll put it 50-50 on whether or not Do you I'll think up. you and
6: Belly will do karaoke together? Yeah, I don't think so. No? Okay. No, I have a hard rule against karaoke. <laughs> this is the drill. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're back. We got caught up talking about some old high school dudes. <laughs> We got high school hoops tonight. always like to plug our friend Lee Lockett and Lockett Law when we talk high school
2: sports. I need to go ahead and buy my ticket because that game might be a sellout, man.
6: Oh, P-Town in Episcopal is a Uh good one tonight. Reigns in Jackson is a good one tonight. There are some good ones. Uh, Our boy, uh, uh, our friend, uh, the Richies, they're on the road. Where are they headed? They're down in kind of near the Tampa area. Okay. So, they're playing for a trip to the final, for their third straight Final 40.
2: Oh, shout out to Richie uh, boys. Yeah,
6: yeah. Hilliard.
2: Um, them boys Hilliard, in the Hilliard yeah. left
6: them off uh, there. So, again, if I'm leaving anybody off, I apologize. But, yeah, so good luck to all. But we were talking about Grayson Allen and one of the most underrated basketball players in this area. And there are a lot of great basketball players, but one that nobody really ever talked about because he went and played football. But I saw him play and – He'd go toe-to-toe with Grayson at times. was Isaiah Ford. Yeah, I Trinity. wish I would have saw
2: him play. Isaiah I- I saw could him play, football.
6: play. Isaiah was a great football player, and he did the right thing, but he could play. I mean, these guys, oh, these athletes, they're so good. <laughs> yeah. Mm, just, just watch and marvel at how good they are. But anyway, just uh, uh, talking some of that as we welcome you back to the uh, program. saw this from uh, Ship, uh, Daniel Sticks Jeremiah, talking about wide receivers. And fits for the Jags. Um, Ridley, who everybody thinks is going to be the top free agent receiver available when March 13th comes around. And that would be meaning Evans and um, Higgins. Higgins. I thought your hand was bleeding. Uh, Evans and Higgins um, would be franchised or whatever signed. Um that could push the money up for Ridley, which would make Ridley leave, perhaps. Uh, we'll see what happens. But anyway, Dan Jeremiah said two guys that he thought, quote, fit the Jags. Uh, That's so uh, funny. What does Mitch- that mean, I don't fit know. the Jags? The the Mitchell K- good, you fit, right? Yeah, the Mitchell kid from Texas. Um, He's a touchdown scorer, isn't he? Yeah, he can run. And Keon Coleman from FSU, who's the big guy who has freakish ball skills. Coleman's that,
1: hands, okay?
6: I don't know. I don't. He disappeared a little too much for me. He had big games, but he also had games where he had no
1: catches. And I, I love
6: that kid. I love that kid from South Carolina, and I think he'll test well. But, I mean, I think he should have been even better with Spencer Rattler throwing to him and Xavier Leggett. And he's a good team. And then Brian Thomas. Those you know, are all guys. I'll are- I,
1: I tell you one thing. We have unfairly categorized running back because You can't take a running back in round one. You can get him other places. The yeah. Receivers become the same way. We have dynamite receivers. Puka Nakua is a six rounder. Yeah. He's Puku. awesome. They're yeah. all over the well, league. Well, that
6: happens with every position now. I, mean,
1: I know, but I, I'm just saying now the, the, the skill position. The, the receivers are that, the we're, running
6: back thing is more of you just don't take that that position in the first round. I you guess can take a
1: receiver. I, in the I guess first my round. point is if you miss, you miss. So I well, yeah, know, I, my, don't and, miss. The reason they say you can't take that position in the first round is because they say you can find equal production and talent in round five. My point is, I I feel like. The receiver position is evolving into that a little bit as well. Yeah. And again, you know, there there's there's
6: There's been some misses. Yeah, but there's all oh in the yeah, there's misses in all positions. Calvin really was a first round pick. Yeah. Like twenty something yeah. from Atlanta.
1: And he's listen, I'm not saying there's not good first rounders. Justin Jefferson's a first round pick, but you know, Stephon Diggs is a fifth.
6: Yeah, Corey Davis was a first-round pick. John Ross was a first-round pick. Right, there's
1: a bunch of them. And yet, in the interest— Josh
6: Dotson was a first-round pick. Laquan Treadwell was a first-round pick. Kevin White was a first-round pick. Devontae Parker was a first-round pick. Taven Austin was a first-round pick. Kelvin Benjamin was a first-round pick. Justin Blackman was a first-round pick. And you can go further by looking— A.J. Jenkins was a first-round pick. I mean, I can go down a lot. Well, you can go further
1: by looking in those same drafts and go back later in that draft, and you'll find, you know, Terrell Owens.
6: I guess that's my— kind of what I'm saying
1: and and to that end those got I guess I'm playing off of the sticks you know players that would fit Jacksonville yeah the best one available would fit the challenge and apparently it's a really tough one is identifying who that best one is yeah and because we have not been uh, very fortunate in that identification process these last few drafts yeah you're right I mean it's it's you know. I I don't know if it's sexy or it's trendy, but the more I think about it, the more I want that big, the best interior offensive lineman. And you, doggone well, better not bring me the non-best one because that's too high. There's not one there yet. Right. But it, if if the like the Powers Johnson is going to go 23rd, he can go 17th.
6: Man. I got a two round mocker here on right. CBS Sports that I don't really like, but I'll
1: okay. You don't like who they took? Is that no, what you mean?
6: I'll read it to you. It's Caleb Williams one, Jaden Daniels two, Marvin Harrison three. They've got uh, Drake May go to the Giants at six. Uh, but all we care about it really are the Jaguars, and they haven't taken Byron Murphy from Texas, the big defensive lineman. That, uh, he's a he's an interior yes. defense.
1: Yeah, that's that's you know not a bad pick. Not bad. Except hey, for, the, what's
6: odd though is would a, you rather have Byron Murphy or Brian Thomas. He's the the receiver, yeah. And then, by the way, a couple picks after that, they have Quinion Mitchell from uh, Toledo, who we've heard a lot about, and then Jackson Powers Johnson to the Dolphins. What what number? Twenty one.
1: Yeah. See, I think that need is greater than that. I interior just read defensive these line.
6: numbers that are troubling about for the offensive running. line.
1: Yeah. Uh,
6: well, it's what's
1: I, I tell you what else, what other trend just continued there though. And we yes, talked sir. about this a week ago. Yes, sir. You go to the Jags at seventeen, buddy. You're seeing the spectrum of suggested positions, right? You know, we see. We can see corner. We'll see receiver. We'll see D line. We'll see edge rusher. We'll see. We'll
6: see O line. See, I think if we're gonna draft a defensive lineman in the first round, go get me Chop Robinson. Put him on the edge. Move Trayvon in and out. And then we got three guys who can get the quarterback versatility. We keep saying we got to be better in the interior. Trayvon Walker is better than any one of those guys on the roster in the interior. Yeah, probably right. I'd rather have Trayvon Walker inside instead of. Well, let me ask instead you this. Of Roy Robertson, Harrison, Foley, Fata-Cassi, uh Devon Hamilton, me Adam Godzis. Give me Trayvon. Does and I'll it be not? Fine.
1: Does it not worry you, Trayvon? That's what he did at Georgia, right? What? That that role, he was more inside. an inside, inside yeah. and outside guy, right? And yeah. what did he max at? Three and a half sacks? Is that what we got? Oh yeah, well, not he much. Not well, much. Yeah. I guess my point is though, if you, yeah, have, but he's, he if stops.
6: You, the, we can't. St- we couldn't stop the. R- if
1: you draft, if you draft a guy, yeah, number one overall, yeah. and you put him at edge rusher, and uh-huh. in year two he has ten sacks. Yeah. Is that the time to find another position for him, or do you see if he can't be fifteen sack guy or twenty sack guy, and then fill that interior role with a? true blue
2: I see what you doing there, Jim, I don't know I, I don't
1: I, I'm not I would say
2: this is be because modern. we assume he move
1: inside he'll be Aaron Donald well maybe he won't maybe he'll move inside he'll get lost You I, got like
2: momentum right now Yeah I don't right okay. there's some mo
1: Yes and no 10 man that's momentum Okay
6: I'm not going to parse him uh, out I'm not If we're going to keep it real the, 10 but and you've said this not me 10 with you know and the, it's not like he was there all the time, I, you know? I,
1: I, again, I'm not going to – we, every year at this time, we ah, go through so, the team. Okay, so this we're going to make got, a fit argument This then. guy's got 10. We're just going to make
6: the – we're going to make the statement fit the argument because you've said No, it. I'm not making anything. It, it he had 10. Like, We've said before the season, that. if he
1: gets 10, you've got to give credit. I do give him credit. Well, I, again, 10 is 10. I do,
6: I'm giving him credit. This I'm giving him two. credit, moving him right to the inside. Yeah, not me. Not, not yet. Then not, i know. not – And that's not a demotion. That's making my team. Not saying it's a demotion. If I got Trayvon, Trayvon Walker coming from the inside, and Chop Robinson, and John, and again, I'm not taking a defensive line. I'm I'm fixing the offensive line, dude. Yeah, but here, exactly. So so this is a moot argument for us because I'm not doing it. I'm getting that center. I'm getting some tackle that can play guard. I don't give a damn. But I am not going to have the worst stuff rate in five years on my football well, okay, team ever well, again let's,
1: let's get back on that point of agreement because I,
6: I listen i'm not
1: saying yeah that oh i'm dead set opposed yeah, 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 to yeah. moving him inside some i'm just saying well there is the fact that we drafted yeah. him i we, hear you i hear you. we killed him after year one in four sacks and then last year he got us the 10 and and when we talk about other teams and they're 10 sack guys yeah. we don't we don't parse through how they got them or fair. so anyway all right it's a, a gfl friday You're listening to the drill. Are we going to talk some iceman hockey next? Is that what we're doing? Well, we
6: might. All right. Getting there. Okay.
1: It's a red hot ice. The drill on 1010XL.
6: As they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. That's what we do around here, and they do it right in Jacksonville, Florida, where Nick Luco and the ever charging Jacksonville Iceman have. Taking the inspiration of puck talk here on Ten Ten XL on Friday mornings, wow, and ripped off an 11 and one streak in their last twelve games. Not, not bad. <laughs> so I'm sitting at
1: home last Friday, Friday <laughs> evening, and ding, my phone goes off. Coach sure. and I, uh, it's a it's a photo, it's an image, and I pull it up, and there's my uh, daughter who knows about as much hockey as I know about the construction of the Sphinx. Mm-hmm. and uh and her uh and her husband sitting right there in the igloo getting ready to watch the game
7: yeah i love it that's awesome I and mean, we've had some unbelievable crowds the last couple weeks so it's uh it's fun to be a part of what do you think is like what
6: how, what do you do when you get on a streak like this like i mean it's just this is stuff like this is uh as good as it gets
7: man yeah i mean um definitely gotta enjoy it because you know, we've all been through some tough stretches, so mm-hmm. um, it's it's been really fun over the last month here. Obviously, when you're winning, winning is fun. So, um, you know, you're just trying to keep the guys uh, on the right track and making sure they're sticking to uh, you know all the details that have been giving us success. So, um, yeah, right now it's been a, it's been a fun ride.
6: Is it confidence? Like, can you sense it? Can you tell that there's a you know, like you know, does that change? Has that changed as the year's gone on and the the great hockey that you guys are playing
7: yeah for sure you can tell mm-hmm. i mean um you know early in the year we were you know win a couple lose a couple and kind of could almost feel it like you know we're right there we're we're almost ready to pop and to see over the last 3 or 4 weeks that uh finally start to happen for us there's been some games where you kind of just sit there on the bench um you know you're just rolling everybody every shift you're dominating and um yeah it's uh, it's been it's been cool to see
6: Am I am I right in saying uh uh the success has been between the pipes? I mean I'm looking at goals against. I don't think any I, I think you've given up less goals than anybody in the league.
7: I think. Yeah. Um from the net out. We've yeah. been outstanding. Obviously our, our goaltending's been great, but you know, we take a lot of pride in our defensive game and um, you know, I think the way we play defensively can can cause those turnovers and allow our transition game to to give us some success offensively so i think over the last little bit we've been scoring a ton of goals as well so um yeah it's it's been working in both ways
6: nick lucco the jacksonville iceman joining us Uh, iceman rolling 11-0-1 in their last 12 and we've talked about this
1: you know uh, this this
6: conference and division you
1: you know you go on that kind of run and there's those doggone swamp rabbits. They're still up there, coach. I mean, am I getting ahead of myself thinking that well, this is going to be some kind of power play at
7: the end of the year for one of you two teams? Yeah. And then South Carolina's right behind us. Right yeah. behind them. Really yeah. well. So, um, yeah, it's always tight in our division. It's going to be a dogfight to the end we want to continue to climb those standings and get home ice uh so we can get those big crowds for the playoffs
1: compare and contrast how you play versus say Greenville Are you, do you have similar styles or is it a is it a matchup where you you know uh, contradict each other in your playing styles what, what kind of matchup is that
7: yeah I mean they're they're really good defensively they're a little bigger and, and heavier where we have a lot more speed in my opinion um I think what sets us apart from other teams is our depth um the last Couple games here, we scored eight goals, we had eight different goal scorers, so we keep coming wave after wave uh, with our lines, and um, I think we wear teams down that way with our speed and skill.
6: Although, uh, the boys, from what I understand, beat the hell out of the Florida Everblades a couple games ago. They came up here, and they they left uh, battered and bruised. They got, they got a little chippy with us. And we'll, we had to show them? Yeah, we had to show them who's, who's <laughs> yeah. the boss.
7: Yeah, I mean, we're definitely not afraid. We can play that heavy style as well. So. Nice. Hey, Lynn,
6: I got a question for you just as a as a from a coaching standpoint, like you talk about your defense, you know, obviously you talk about your goalie and the goalie makes great saves, right? And the goalie does. But eventually they and, and, and the boys will get shots on goal, obviously. But what makes in your mind, what do you like what do you like about what makes a great defenseman in hockey?
7: Well, it used to be just big and heavy and mean and just really hard to play against. Mm -hmm. Now the game is so fast that you have to be able to skate and move pucks and almost be able to get up and join offensively to be that almost fourth forward. So Mm -hmm. it's shifted a bit now where you have to be able to defend, but you have to be able to skate and get up ice and help out offensively. So um, basically you just call them good puck movers. You want to be a good puck-moving defenseman.
6: I like it. I like it. Well listen, congratulations, man. This stuff is uh this stuff is going good. What are we on the road tonight? We down in O Town. What do we got?
7: Yeah, we just got the one this weekend, which is kinda nice. We got we got a little weekend off here. Good. So just play tonight in Orlando. Let's get the job done and then enjoy the weekend. Oh,
6: that would be wonderful. Always good to beat the hell out of Orlando. So go get
7: so go get
6: go get him, Coach. I hate Orlando. Uh, I i don't mince words. I yeah, hate that city. No, that's true. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get a it done for you guys. <laughs> thank you. All right, thank, thank you, you Coach. Yeah, there he goes. League, buddy. Nick, you. All right, that's Nick He Lico. puts
1: up with us every week. All Pro Roofing Hotline. What's wrong that. with that? I, I don't know. Do well, you hate Orlando, th- th- too? Th- is Savannah out of the league, or what happened? What do you mean? Well, the initial schedule, they're supposed to play at Savannah tomorrow. I'm just curious. No, Savannah's is fine. I wonder what happened. We just went up there and beat their ass, too. I'm, I'm curious that <laughs> Nick Luko has forgotten about a game that he has this weekend. Oh. He's going to take the boys down to Orlando. And like, oops, we had a game in Savannah tonight. <laughs> That's a, you went the wrong way. i I'm just say it. way at 95. I got the ECHL <laughs> schedule right here to th- uh, uh, Saturday, Feb 24 at Savannah. I just, hey, turn the bus around, I just make sure, my man. my bad, guys. I just want to make sure. Just saying. Sadly, right.
6: the streak came to an end when the Iceman had to forfeit. forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who knew? All right,
1: uh, let's uh, take a turn to the nine o'clock hour. Oh, uh, we're gonna get nasty. Oh boy. Ooh, I, yes, hope huh? I hope not. I hope. Why not? But, uh, y'all liked it. I mean, you, it's Friday. It's time. Vaz and Naz. That's what it gets here. <sighs> Nine o'clock hour. All right. We are back on a GFL Friday. That's green for life. Trust them for all your commercial roll off needs. I have a sports movie ish review. OK, I would say if you liked. Um, this is some sort of combo and you may have seen it. You may not. have, But this is some sort of combo of like Ted Lasso and. Yeah, bad news bears, okay. or what's the kicking and screaming, oh, India, where and you scream. take over the motley crew of athlete it's Jamaican better, bobsled team. It better not ball, be underdog. No, no, it's that okay. next goal wins, that that soccer one where the dude, it's based on a true story where he goes and he coaches the Samoan soccer team. Oh, okay. And, you know, they never, they had lost to, it's cool true. Story. Runnings-esque. Yeah, it was a true story. They had, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't great. It was a cute family movie. You can sit down and watch it. Kind of an uplifting um uh, but the bottom line is he goes and he coaches this national soccer team that had lost to, and he is, by the way, he's an American soccer coach, and he's just fallen out of favor of the Americans. He's a hothead. He's been kicked out of games in a tournament, so they assign him the American Samoa soc- soccer team. Okay. And he goes in this Samoa Who soccer team. Who is the actor? Do we know him? Or is it- uh, Fassbender, I believe. Michael Michael Fassbender. Okay. Um, but anyway, he he. So he coaches he coaches his team, and they have just come off a World Cup qualifier where they lost to Australia. You ready, thirty one to nothing. Oh dear. And they had, and again, it's a little more interesting to me because it's a true story. Okay. They had never scored a goal in the history of their oh country. Okay. Uh, so what country is it? American Samoa, which is okay. not Samoa. It's American Samoa. There's like forty eight thousand people on the entire island. Okay. And you know, spoiler alert, they. They they get better. Well, let's put it that way. I don't want to you exactly what happens, no, but but it's true. I like those ones too, where you do the whole movie and then at the end they show you like the real people because mm-hmm. you're not oh, sure yeah, it's yeah, real, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you good.
6: say, oh well, gosh, he went and worked for USA Soccer and yeah. became
1: this, that, and the other. So I have one
6: along those lines, okay. but uh, e one for the culture. Yeah, uh, it's called Underdog. Underdog. And if I tell you that Snoop and I believe it was Michael
2: Epps oh, yeah. in I've, the movie, I seen like uh, like. Let me put the it this way: We talked about it.
1: this the other day. They got, they, weren't they in a beef or something? Epps and Snoop. What was the deal no, no, with that? Epps it, is in it, a beef Epps with a Epps, Shay, Shay Shay. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah.
6: Uh, but let me tell you this: uh, It was. Um, oh, this is the pop Warner team. Yeah, it's not a family movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't think in so. the respect, if you say Snoop and Michael Epps are together in it, it's one that uh, I was. I started to watch in between. I was working last night, but I flipped it on for a minute because I wanted to see what it was about. And let's just say that uh, a BWR. Uh, from the other room, said, "What are you watching?" As she heard the the language, the language, yeah. and the yes. I'll so many
2: kids was talking crazy. Stoops, oh yeah, oh man, oh goodness oh, gracious! Stoops yes. getting a little pushback this morning
1: for apparently smoking the doob in front of the grandkids. Apparently, that's frowned upon. <laughs> oh well. Snoop, I, Snoop's... Uh, I, I, I pawpaw here, but take good note here. I don't be <laughs> firing up the blunt in front of the little guy. Yeah, Get you yeah. some gummies. <laughs> yeah, do the gummies. Yeah, that's what they all do now. You hypocrites out there. <laughs> right? Yeah. years, your buddy pulled out a smoke, and you yep. looked at him like down, they were about to us. head to prison, and now you eat those gummies like they're daggum, you know, lifesavers. Mm. The, you in hypocrites. in the
2: shop, just loading up on them gummies. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah,
1: the gummies. There's something else. But
2: anyway, yeah,
6: so if you are watching Snoop, you may not... It's uh, it's, it's it's R. Yeah, no, mine. Mine is what I call raunchy. R for
1: raunchy. Mine's yeah. not raunchy. Mine the 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 goal one is a little. Family. And there
6: is the brother on brother talk as well. E. Uh, yeah. So again, <laughs> I'm not a fan, but yeah, it isn't yeah. very. I mean, and it's when Snoop's doing it, it's you know. But I gotta say, I also LOL a couple times with Snoop. He makes me <laughs> chuckle. <laughs> and he's a he's a washed up former star receiver who's a selfish guy, and you know. It's 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 funny.
2: They gave him the hardball treatment. Right. You, oh, you, oh, yeah? Here, go coach these kids. Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm going to ask you guys, uh, I'm going to give you guys a chance to play a little game. I thought about, I might do this
1: like for games. a while during basketball. It's okay. not probably that exciting for you. And I'm going to give you a hook to your four choices. Hook or crook. And then you're going to tell me what you think the answer is. Okay. And this is going to be, for the most part, it's going to be the same set. Well, let's see if this is any fun. This could be one and done. I've had many one and done ideas on this program. But as I was sitting last night, as we get into these dog days of the uh, sports calendar, this will be fun. I'm going to ask you to pull up your NFL, I'm sorry, your NBA scoreboards if you don't mind boys and an nba scoreboard
6: okay yeah
1: nba scoreboard Mm -hmm. and then i'm gonna ask you Mm -hmm. to tell me Mm -hmm. which game did i watch last night oh okay and i have and i'm gonna give you i'm gonna set i'm gonna tell you your four options and then i'm gonna tell you what the hook is and i'm just gonna go down from top to bottom on the scoreboard here so that i don't give any hints but these are the games and when i say these are the games i kind of checked in on all of these, and decided what I was going to watch, and I watched a game. So, did I watch?
6: I'm going off the board and saying it was Iowa-Indiana girls basketball. (laughs) Yeah, no, I didn't watch. I didn't watch
1: my girl Kate. She had 20 in the first half. I'd seen enough. They lost.
6: Uh, Yeah, I know.
1: She lost the last time I watched. I'm not watching anymore. All right. All right. No, these are the NBA games that I considered, and all of them I watched at least a minute of action, and then I settled on an NBA game, and and, and so here are – your list of subjects, and for you to decide what I went with. And okay. again, I'm going from top to bottom here, so there's no order mm-hmm. preference. The Magic and the Cavs. Yeah. Little known fact, I've got a sidebar interest in the ma- in in the Magic. I watch them a little bit. They're mm-hmm. close to us, mm-hmm. and the and the Cavs are also a team that I kind of will watch. Mm-hmm. Usually, you know, mm-hmm. they would fall into the top ten teams about, that I watch for no reason. So Magic Cavs is yeah. one. Yeah. Knicks Sixers. Yeah. I always watch Hickens' teams. I don't know what it is. I watch. I think, against them. Probably. Yeah. You know, there's probably a part of me that wants to watch them you lose. You denied but, last Like, night. I watch the Mets a lot more than I watch any other team that's not the <laughs> Braves. Oh, so, Knicks, Sixers. And by the way, the Sixers without Embiid are. Average. The, the Wizards is what yeah. they are. Yeah. So, okay, so there's your uh, second one. Did I watch the Clippers and the Thunder? which gives you um, two of the best teams in the West, or did I watch the Suns and the Mavs, which also gives you two of the best teams and also adds a bit of star power, right? You have KD and Kyrie and Doncic and the boys. So, which of the four game? And when I say that, I settled on one, I put it on, I was watching it, and I fell asleep to this game. So, I would a good, say a good
6: half, at least, of this game. Yeah, I'm going to say
1: and this. And I have the ticket, so I can see every game, so there's no, like... Context clue into Luka. just, you know, catching he, it on
6: cable. When he uh, when he threw those out there, before he threw those out there, and I was looking at the scoreboard, I settled in on one of the four that Me you too. said. So I'm going to say Suns, Mavericks, it's Luca
2: Love. Okay. And I was going to settle with Magic, Cabs because I got to take into account the other West Coast games. Jeff, he ain't staying up late. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? So he,
6: that's a good point. But he fell asleep to fell Suns, asleep. Mavericks, maybe an hour later. He, but,
1: he had a great... Guess for that reason, and I did start there. But Hick wins. It was the star power of Luka and Durant, and Mm -hmm. and that game that, and I made it to about mid third quarter. Actually, about mid third quarter. Pretty proud of myself. He
6: he sits there and he watches and he thinks. Yeah, I do (sighs) like Luka. He's a hell of a player.
1: I tell you, we did have when he is right. We traded. It's a damn shame (laughs) that Kyrie is such a flake. Yeah. Uh, when he is when he decides when, for those he moments he that he wants to be right, yeah. he's magical man. man. Yeah. But he spends most of the time either faking an injury or Thinking creating about the a flat world or, or. creating a controversy uh, or mm-hmm. so he's all he never just plays consistently. If he really was, he can be just like Stupid, good, eye-opening, good. Yeah. good. He had a play last night, bro. It was like the remember the play Jordan went where he 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 left from the middle of the lane, took it with the right, brought it down, went up with the left. Yeah. Kyrie had a play a lot like that last night, and he's just spectacular when he's right. But even him being right and shining last night, it was Luca with forty-one and a yeah, bunch Luke of threes, put
2: forty-one on him, boy. Yeah, and
6: and um, by the way, this is fat Luka, too. It's not like he, <laughs> he is fat. Yeah. Boy. fat deal. luka's is yeah. just doing fat Luca has he has what he has done is he has said to himself, I am going to morph into my best friend, a Nikolai Jokic. He's much fatter than Jokic <laughs> ever was.
1: Like, even no, Jokic in the off season, no, he's fatter than him. You saw
6: pictures of Jokic as a 14-year-old oh, was. Well,
1: he a, was fat. Yeah, as a 14-year-old, he was. Yes. He was not. Um, so I won't allow well, that. Well, Dan is uh, up one nothing. We'll see. Was the game worth playing again at some slow point of a morning?
6: <laughs> Maybe sometime. Maybe sometime somewhere. Nah, well, that's much kinder it's than you would that. normally say, so can we'll you, move, move along. Can you give me, uh, <laughs> I was looking at. Uh, Pete Prisco's top 100 free agents. He went 100 deep, so I haven't really looked. And 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 honestly, if the Jags keep Ridley and Allen, I don't suspect they'll be able to pluck. Won't be much left. Yeah, I'll pluck another guy. Um, but you know, there's guys out there. This the Uche, the edge rusher from New England, is a lower level guy. He's like 83rd. Uh, he has. Uh, Connor Williams tore his ACL in Week 14, but he's a center. If you don't take the kid from Oregon, maybe you could sign him. Um, don't know how long he's going to be out. Is he back in September or not? Don't know. But that might be a guy you might want to take a look at at the center position. Also, Lloyd Cushenberry is another center. I don't know his age. He's that LSU kid. He's out in Denver. He's a free agent. So there are some centers out there that you can get in free agency if you're if you if you would like. Um, I've just
1: uh, I've just clicked on something, and I can now, without any hesitation, tell you mm-hmm. that uh, this cat for CBS Sports, Tom Fornelli. Tom Fornelli. Tom Fornelli has a new biggest fan. Oh. It's just neither he nor his biggest fan are aware of this yet. Tom Fornelli's new biggest fan mm-hmm. is one E to the T. Oh. E. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you know that you were Tom Fornelli's biggest fan? I did not. And he, in turn, also likes to make you feel good. Oh yeah, what do he say about your boy?
6: Maybe you should get Tom on the program so you two could fawn over each other and break up with me on the
1: show. Here's why, Tom, (laughs) Tom, Tom Fornelli. Yes. In his. Latest mock draft at number seventeen has the Jags taping Cooper's Jean. Yeah, culture oh. shock. Yeah, I see. He, he gonna, wants the culture shock. Set he me does. back a
6: buck fifty if that yeah. happens.
1: So. Yeah, so yeah, right for the for the jersey. I want that authentic he, jersey. He don't
6: want no knockoff. No, I need that authentic. Uh, I, I learned that about e quickly.
1: No fanatics. Here, here's what <laughs> here's what Tom says about Et's favorite corner. Uh huh. He's just always there. If it's a run to the perimeter, Dejean sets the edge to force it back inside or oh, blows like it up before the play the gets that far. In the passing game, he looks more comfortable in zone than man, but somehow ends up around the ball anyway. Like I said, he's always there. Mm. E.T., Cooper Dejean. E.T., what about that? Oh, yeah, shout
2: out cool. Let me get that jersey. Let's melt the cultures together. Here's be that beautiful. Jackson
1: Powers Johnson here going number 20 overall. So if you need that, if that's your need, and you can take him. Got to be the guy. And you know what I don't want? Unless
6: what you do in free agency,
1: well, You know if what you I signed? don't want? I don't. I, we've tried. Norwell, Sheriff. Stop it with the free agency. We don't know what we're doing. Stop it. Stop better paying. better free agency than drafting. We bought these all-pro guards, and they've not been all-pro. We paid them um, mucho two. money both times. So, I didn't, yeah.
6: I didn't think Sheriff was as bad no, as. No. Uh,
1: yeah, yeah. Some people didn't like him as much. I thought he was, he was definitely solid, sturdy yeah. veteran. I'm okay with that. But the facts don't lie. He's one of those that you just, you know, know that gets pushed around. No, what I was going to say is, I hear this. I don't want this. I don't want Luke Fortner moving to guard. No, thank you. No.
6: No. There's a lot of people that no. think that. You get a sitter no. no. And you, you
1: move Fortner back to his no. natural position of guard, which he no. was in college. Bro, the cockroaching at Tennessee, I can't ever not see. Mm-hmm. I'll mm-hmm. never unsee that. That's two years into strength. Is he going to get stronger, Dan? He's been in the league two years. He's 25 years old. Do you suddenly just like. There's another level? I don't I am not making it all about him, but the, the line just need I you could I'd rather replace all 5 than replace none. Mhm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that Where's the number where you stop with that? I'd rather. I would replace all 5, you know, obviously you're not giving up none. Would you replace all 5 if you were only going to keep one?
2: No. Now you no. keep
1: one. Yeah, yeah we can yeah. find
6: us one, can't we? Uh, I have a Hollywood uh, sort of pun, if you will. Okay. Uh, there's a lady on this show. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people watch it on Netflix. I don't, but uh, it's called Love is Blind. Yeah, I don't know. I know the show, but I don't know. Yeah, here. It. What is the show about? Is I that where you, you don't meet the person you fall so. in love by talking? I think so. This might be a nice concept. And you're on the same island. You're already together. You're not like on the phone or on Zoom, but yeah, you're... Well, speaking of blind, uh, one of the contestants... Uh, 31-year-old Chelsea Blackwell uh, (laughs) compared herself to uh, said she uh, looks just like and resembles Megan Fox. Oh, wow. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea, uh, in no way, shape, or form, looks like Megan Fox. Did she know that? Does she have a, uh, like, she just has a a warped, you know, version of her, of herself now, or did she lie on purpose? I don't know. But now she, I think she has a, a warp. but now she's reaching out to Megan Fox and she said, I'm so sorry I did this to you. I'm waiting for Megan to respond. Why would Megan respond to that?
1: She, well, she won't. I mean, yeah. she doesn't even know who she is or care right. and you didn't do anything to her. And here this is what,
6: t- here are the two. Can you this tell me what, the love this is, is what blind? what social media has become, Can man. Can you tell These me that how, how this productive. love is blind lady resembles Megan Fox? They're like, think, they're like twins, aren't they, Pross? Well, I, I will say that she, <laughs> uh, she, she's not as... I was expecting a, a less... Okay. I mean, All right. yeah. All right. She
1: ain't Megan Fox, but it's not... I was she. Uh, I think uh, if she had to find somebody who people said she... Rep, uh, like, in the face... Okay. But she looks more like Katy Perry to me than yeah, Megan Fox. Like, and she's not attractive either. Don't no, get me no, wrong. No. And she doesn't have the Megan Fox's body. Mm. So there's a lot of differences there. All right. But... I promise you this: she's not near as bad stuff crazy as Megan Fox. So just, she she does have one advantage: she's just, not an
6: absolute just whackadoodle. noodle. I just got a kick out of. Uh, Although if you go on a show like that, her maybe being on a up. show called Love Is Blind.
0: <laughs> so that's all.
1: Yeah. Uh, apparently, so are the contestants. Is yeah, that what you're saying? Yeah. I have a um, speed trap alert. If you want to get that out, the drill speed trap alert is brought to you by Catlin Truck Accessories, Radio detection, and more. Trap right now, I-95 North at Bay Meadows, and uh, it's been my experience. If you get them out and about, they're going to be way out and about all over the place, so keep it down there. No speeds down. Keep that cash in your pocket.
6: Man. We have, um, I wanted to mention this, uh, as we haven't talked about it. I'm pretty sure it's this weekend, and I just wanted to get it out there, but um, Jacksonville College Baseball Classic this weekend. I'm always curious why they do
1: that without, like, JU, UNF, Florida, FSU anchoring it don't know
6: cuz this is not unique they've they've brought four or 8 in that don't include any local teams before it's kind of a neat thing it's it, and by the way uh virginia has a jacksonville kid auburn has a jacksonville kid i was here and so is i believe wichita state a one time power back in the 80s remember when they had the uh hidden ball trick against miami in the college world series i do um but anyway But well, they
2: that, did that for real in the game
6: oh it, like that well what happened was okay so there's a guy on first base it wasn't that. Yeah, the guy on first base and the pitcher's holding him on. Pitcher turns like he's throwing over to the first baseman, right? He, the first baseman jumps into the air and turns around like he's missed the ball, right? Ah, uh, the right fielder goes running for the ball, except the pitcher never threw the ball. So the kid on first base takes off for a second. He just flips it over to him and he tags him
2: out. <laughs> I bet that coach
6: was mad. That's not a good one. But anyway, oh. that's happening this, uh, this this weekend, I believe. So. Uh, baseball grounds, check it out if you want to go see some college baseball. Some
2: Savannah Banana stuff, man.
6: Yeah, they're coming up too. Oh yeah, that is Savannah's bananas. They're playing here too soon, though. By by the way,
1: I mean that those those running numbers are just they're sticking with me like I
6: ate bad cheese. I can't. I can't. I can't. One. I mean, I almost don't even. Look well, then you there.
1: start thinking about what does that actually mean, and what that means is one out of every four runs that you have mm-hmm. get zero or or negative yards. One out of every four. It's just, I mean, even if you go down, it sounds like it's not that big a difference—twenty-five percent and twenty—but it is. I mean, at least they're one out of every five. That's a whole another run where that doesn't happen. You go down to like Baltimore, they're fifteen percent. That's only one
6: out of every
5: eight.
1: Mm.
6: can I? Can uh, we haven't talked about yet? But there was an announcement about EA Sports. I don't understand the get whole in thing. the game.
1: Yeah. And they're yeah, and I they're coming I, back. I didn't yeah. read it. I just it doesn't. I don't play video games, so it didn't interest me. But I guess there's the controversies over they're not giving the college kids what they
6: should. Is that well, the this deal? is what yeah. they're giving them? Uh, six hundred bucks and a and a free game to the kids that they're using their names and likenesses. Yeah, mm-hmm. EA will offer eleven thousand college football players six hundred bucks. Now, okay. In one hand, I'm like, oh, okay, that's nice. Until you realize how much they make off right. of this game. That's tar- <laughs> yeah. No, that's not nice at all. Yeah, <laughs> that's not nice. no. Um, they have to do this because there's, it's the NIL now. There's no way to avoid it. So they're offering 11,000 college football players, $600 and a free copy of the game for their preferred platform. Now I would say, uh, no, thank you. If I'm any kind of, um, the numbers were given from, uh, so what are the NFL guys getting paid for Madden and the numbers we were given from 2019, they got 17000 A current NFL player told us he got a check for $28,000 this year for Madden. Um, so, yeah, six I'd say no. EA has a market capitalization of more than $37 billion. It has budgeted $6.6 million to gobble up the bulk of player NIL rights. So, it'll be interesting to see. Now, again. That's not
1: enough, dude. I'm yeah. sorry, EA Sports. You don't get to just give them all the same. By the way, That's also dumb.
6: You want to throw in a gift certificate to Chick-fil-A as well? I mean, what are we doing here? Well, my point
1: is, I mean, what their argument is going to be, they're giving away, uh, you know, almost $12,600 checks. Right. But the problem is, that's dumb. Okay? If you're the backup guard at Toledo, you don't get any money. Sorry, kid. You're not in the game. No one ever uses you. (laughs) I guess players can opt out. Here's get, what they should do. No, what they need I think to do. you
6: get the minimum of 600, and the, and well, the they do get more in a game, and then well, you should. Others.
1: There's a few mistakes here. You shouldn't be given 600 to the Kansas State linebacker.
6: I saw Jay Billis say the other day that he goes, "Look, amortization is dead. The the, the way to solve this is just give guys contracts, and then if you transfer, you got to buy out. The player buys out. We gave you a four year contract to come play sport to come play football for us." This is what we're going to give you. Sign the contract. If you if you if you leave, you got to buy out. I mean, let's let's keep it real. The whole here. thing is just well,
1: yeah, but somebody's got to solve some stuff here. It's not getting solved. Uh, Nick Saban's going to solve it, buddy. He'll he'll solve. I know it. That's he's what trying. He's and yeah. I give him credit. I think I, I think he means it. It is out of he control. He means well. It, 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 it's there's way a out of some control. Issues. It's an
6: embarrassment.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a joke. Yeah, so. that's fair. Oh, i right, some advice. Right. Yeah, it means it's yeah, advice. A... You guys out there aren't getting much better. I mean, He's gone off are... the
6: chains lately with his advice, I think. Who's that? You. He has. Yeah, I don't know what's <laughs> yeah, happening to you. You've gotten you a to, little crazy. You know, take, take, I take like it. Take a,
1: take, a, <laughs> take, a, take a sip of tea and, I don't know, read a couple of psalms and come back with just a little bit more <laughs> <to> the <drill. laughs> All right, we're back. Oh, we've got, kind of come to this little uh, place in the... Evolving of the show where we just feel like you guys are leaning on us an awful lot. and We're here for you. It's kind of, I almost want to say devolved.
6: By the way, uh, J-Fun just stopped by. Gave us our championship t-shirts. Again. You got a large over there
1: anywhere? No. Rather than an XL? I'm sure I do. Skinny now. I don't know if you know that. That's XL. I'm
6: actually not skinny. I'm just weak and light. Sorry, we can't help you. Right. No, um, but, XO? XO. But anyway, uh, and also just a reminder, man, wine tasting is uh, next week. I, I like what they're done. Wine tasting. It's, moved it's
1: inside it. the stadium. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, they they moved it on the field of the stadium. Yeah. Not in, not even in. Like when we say inside, we don't mean one of the clubs. We've all been there, done that. If you've been to any kind of galas or anything down there, but I I like it. It gets crowded indoors, Dan. It got yes. to the point in the what it's what
6: building is it now. I say Modus. I don't even know what it is anymore. It's The big building.
1: Yeah, but it's 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 gotten crowded.
6: So this is a great idea to spread it out. And you know what I like to do when I go to the wine tasting? Get drunk. Get Del- lit. Yeah. This is what I do. Battle of Red, <laughs> Battle of White. <sighs> That's what I do. Eve. Uh, we we love them. <laughs> I walk up to the people. I go, Battle of Red. All right, now on to our
1: <laughs> very much um, appreciated, but you know, as as the record shows, somewhat flawed audience. As we oh, opened the, out. we've opened the mailbag. It's dear drill. Um, some of these guys are. There's some struggles going on out there, and E, I'm going to have to take a little measured approach here. I mean, I kind of felt like I was getting like the strip marred moonshine advice from (laughs) you the last couple of weeks. Uh, I thought one time, I thought E
6: went too far when he said, pull out the gun and put a cap in her ass. Oh, my. I thought that was a little much.
2: (laughs) Oh, my. I
6: don't remember him saying that. You don't remember that one? (laughs) That's an embellishment. (laughs) And he also said, E, palm down. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I shouldn't joke. Uh, Dear Drill. This comes to us from the beaches, by the way. Oh, the beaches. Yes. I suffered an injury that caused internal bleeding, which then gave me iron deficiency, anemia. I was battling symptoms of depression and anxiety before I was diagnosed. Never of having any mental health struggles in my life, I had no idea what was happening to me. I was happy and calm my whole life until this medical condition changed my behavior. My wife of 20 years left me. I was diagnosed with the iron deficiency anemia after she left. After the diagnosis, I was able to stop my blood loss, cure the anemia symptoms went away and I've returned to my normal self. I was sure my wife and I would reconcile after my diagnosis. She says I was using the illness as an excuse for my behavior. She, she doesn't understand it was the cause. She mistakenly believes I'm permanently mentally ill. She doesn't understand the symptoms went away. She says it brought out my true personality. That's not true. My wife and family are my whole life. I didn't get this condition on purpose. We have a four-year-old who I'm a great father to. My wife is throwing away our family and trying to take my daughter away because I had a curable illness, which I no longer have. How do I get her to understand? Yeah,
1: that, that's a tough one. Alcoholism is is an illness. You could argue, and it can lead you to do just things that can't be forgiven. I, I don't. I got to know the behavior here, E. Yeah, I, I gotta, mean, if she's leaving and not coming back, and uh, I mean, maybe she's using that uh, as a reason because what he did was so far over the line. But at this stage, if I had advice, yeah, it sounds to me like. You're going to have to move on. But if I had advice, go. you're going to have to get a medical doctor Uh to sit her down in therapy and tell her this is what happened. And and maybe that will lead her to believe you. But I feel like this is one of the classic, I'm only getting one side of the story, you know, letters here.
2: Uh, E? This is a clear, (laughs) clear sign of... Love don't live here no more. <laughs> Love don't live here anymore. Sorry, bro. You abandoned uh. me.
1: <laughs> she gone. That's fair. She gone. I kind of feel the same way with that guy. <laughs> I... Yeah, I don't know. I I really want to know. So what So, what's he your did.
6: advice? He get over it? <laughs> yeah, tough
1: luck, buddy. From the Texon, designed by Lifetime Enclosures. Uh, Dude, I just read that in the Times Union. That's I don't know how that. Maybe they wrote them too. <laughs> right? It's not true. Yeah, uh, that's not
6: true. I just, it yeah. might be like a like, coincidence. Coincidence.
1: Yeah. like similar. Yeah, clearly it maybe says r- deer drill. Yeah, it wrote It's, to deer drill it's right, right here. here. I mean, what do we got to post it? I mean,
6: I read the letter right here. I don't here. know what you're <laughs> trying to this? say,
1: but what what is this Times Union you speak of? Yes,
6: I don't understand people. Dear Drill, this
2: comes from the South Side. South Side! Shout out to South Side.
6: South Side is Sacramento, maybe. I don't know, but it says South Side. This is a tough one, by the way. My husband passed away two years ago. It's been a struggle, but we are making it. I have two sons. One is on his own. The other is in middle school. I want to move back to my hometown. But my younger son wants to stay here with his friends and go to the local high school like his brother did. I don't have anything holding me here besides my job. I'm sad. I'm depressed. Moving back home with friends and family closer would be better for me. Well, maybe not better for him. Losing his dad has been hard. It will be four years before he finishes school. I want to be a good mom. What should I do? It's a middle
1: schooler. You're the adult. You go where it's best for you to raise your child in a situation where you are going to be at Uh your best. He's, Uh what, a 13-year-old?
4: Yeah, I guess. A 14-year-old? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, The the mistake that parents make is carving their entire life around the happiness of their kids. And this is maybe an extreme example but no, no, you you have to do what is going to put you in your best mental space, would allow you to be the best mother that you can be for a child who doesn't get to pick where he's going to school till he goes to college.
2: Let's be real here, mom. Oh, these kids don't make friends like that anymore. They're all they they're all on Instagram and Snapchat, anyways. You go find new friends on social media, man. Get get son, son, son. Tighten up because we're going over here. Mommy got to do his best for mommy at this point. Like Jeff said, it's not high school. Mm -hmm. It's not college. Mm -hmm. Junior high school, man. Stop playing. Who's the adult here?
6: I've got one more. This comes to us from the West Side.
2: West Side?
6: West Side. Dear Drill, I've been married to a wonderful man for 30 years. Oh, okay. Okay. Our marriage might not be perfect, but it's quite good. Uh, 30 years, it's hard to find one that's been perfect. My dilemma is this. Oh, boy. He's got a twinkle in his eye. What's happening on the west side today? My husband keeps track of every time we have sex. (laughs) He's got a personal goal of 100 (laughs) times a year. In in 2013, he informed me we had only sex 76 times. Not quite adequate enough for him. He was quite upset about it. Do you think tracking your sex life is normal? And what do you think about a couple married for 30-plus years having sex 76 times in a year? Is that normal? Also, keep in mind, he travels for business and is gone about 60 days a year, or perhaps he's adding up the numbers it does not say.
1: I mean, he's getting it like twice a week, bro. 76? Take, care, take your lucky I mean, What a woman. I mean. yeah. I'm with you, honey. Hey, you don't like 76? Next year, 46. <laughs> huh? This is, I'm going to I'm going to franchise tag you. You're going to get 12 next year, okay? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, so no. I Yeah, he's, no. Yeah, you're doing fine. Are you kidding me? Eat. Married 30 years and, and 76 times? This dude wants 100? 100. Every
2: three days? Somebody to lay off the hey, blue chews. <laughs> right? So, hey, hey,
1: you know what? You know, I've never really been in favor of this, but here's my phone. Use uh-huh. it any way you want. Get away from me!
2: Right? <laughs> Listen. Yeah. They say once you get married, that go it declines. Yeah, so you're getting I mean, it twice a yeah, week, boy. No, you better yeah. count your blessings, I mean, my boy. We won't
1: get into how long Dan and I have been married or any comparisons.
2: <laughs> we'll just say that's that's deer
6: drill. You're right. We'll uh, leave it at that. From the again from the text line. I don't. Uh-huh. What? What now? I mean, These accusations it. are starting to annoy me from the Googans.
2: Yeah, I don't like it.
6: Actual it's, letters to a, the actual dude, program. Yeah. It's word for word.
0: <laughs>
6: I just read that. <laughs> <laughs> what is he talking about?
0: This is I don't the me. We make the turn for home next. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Tire Outlet is now hiring. Visit tireoutlet.com slash careers. Equal opportunity employer.
6: Morning, Tony. Good morning. We to have What's we happening? Can't have
5: this, this What's going on? Turn of events.
1: <laughs> Dan has gotten to where he used to. He could be reading something. I could be talking to him. He could read and he could engage him. He could answer. And, I, and we've Dolphins, turned a, a, a dreadful corner up now, where he
6: c- is in Miami. Yeah, it's Miami. Yeah, <laughs> I got that right. Yeah, it was a <laughs> it good just call. Just happen again? No, I did.
1: I, I did it in the break I, while I I you weren't here. I thought it was Miami too. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh won,
5: real—I mean, you know, long as active it's been like playoff years, losing streak. Because they a playoff game. Yeah,
1: I thought yeah. that too. I—I I would. I, the reason I don't agree with you is because I thought the same thing, and I had to look it up for something recently, and I found
5: that they actually. Snuck one by? Yeah.
6: What are you cooking on today on a Friday? Is
5: Tommy Mack in the house today? Tommy Mac will be in with us today for the show. Our Always good to have a Tommy Mac day. show. No yeah. doubt. Our Tommy question Mac's band, uh,
1: Iggy's tomorrow night. I know he'll be, you know. Oh, no? yeah. well, Brian, but they're playing out oh, yeah, by my Bugs house. Yeah, will
5: be out there, yep, doing uh, If
1: you want to see somebody who loves what he's doing, then watch Tommy <laughs> Mac sing. That's all I'll say. <laughs> all
5: right. What is a roster need for the Jacksonville Jaguars that isn't getting enough attention right now? Oh. That is our question of the day. Kicker. It could be kicker, right? It will be. You know, like, we've we've spread the love with a bunch of positions in need for the team, right? Like, we've talked a lot about offensive line, all of it, right? Mm -hmm. The whole thing on the Mm -hmm. offensive line. We've talked about defensive interior to a large degree. We've talked about wide receiver. We've talked about corner. And those are the kind of places that we expect them to address somehow. Yeah. They're at number 17 and going through free agency, but... There's more than that as far as positions that they need to address, even if you're looking at it saying, well, in two years, this is going to be a problem. You know, even if that's the way you want to look at it, now, you know, there's no time like the present uh, to take a look at some of those things. So we're uh, at least asking the fans where they feel like those holes might be. I like that. I like that a Steelers lot. had
1: a four game. Losing streak. What's the Dolphins? Got to be longer than four. Uh, six or five seven. or six, Yeah. When was um, the last Dolphins playoff victory? I can remember the last victory. victory. Oh, two. They're, they're, they have, like, one of the longest Who they beat? Now. Uh, In uh, Was that the Smith game, the running back? Yes, they beat Indy. They beat Peyton and Indy.
4: Mm.
6: What was his name? Lamar, Lamar Smith. Lamar Smith. He had a yeah. big day, right? Yeah, yeah. he did. 200-something like like 200 200 200. yards. Yep. Last time they won a playoff That's game. That's the last playoff
1: game they won. Ooh, I, it oh, may Lordy. be the longest playoff drought right now. I think every NFL team has won a playoff game more recently than them. Mm. Like, it was Buffalo for a long time until yeah. Josh Allen and... Yeah, and those guys. That makes work. sense. Can't yeah. Work. All right. Well, uh, Jaguars today is coming on next. Everyone have a terrific weekend. Heck yeah! It's been a GFL Friday.